You are listening to Thursday Nights Season 4, Episode 113. Misty Forest, the Foggy Forest, hasn't been quit. We haven't actually given this forest a name. The Haunted Wood! It is near the Lake of Mist. We haven't met someone who will talk to us. It is a forest on the north end of the Lake of Mist. Oh, on the north end? Didn't know that. Yes, it is that north. Let's see a little foresty little spot there. Oh, the little nubbin right there? That's where you are. Don't go there! Bad spot! That that forest so small and unnotable that it is unnamed on the map. Uh, I mean, great place to have your exit from the Underdark be because. No one's going to come looking for it. Nope. And there you have the exact reason why. So, um, <laughs> and, yeah, the battle, uh, or, or what was not starting as a battle, but just an attempt to navigate and escape from this forest has taken a dark turn as Bairn has been struck down unconscious by a huge fog giant that has uh, come out to attack while other ghostly and foggy and ethereal beings have closed in on the group from all sides, wraiths and banshees and vampiric mist. Uh, The banshees scream still echoing in everyone's ears has uh, has pierced through to Drewston's soul, dropping him unconscious on the spot and ripping Scrimcorn out of his beast form. And that is where we continue the fight from here. I Scrimcorn used his call lightning. So we here with Aurora. And then Titan. did Mock go after that? Mock hasn't so. gone since so. Drewston dropped. Yeah, no. Right? No. So I'm pretty sure we had Scrimcorn go with the with the lightning on yeah. the Banshee. And that was it. Aurora and Titanus. And so now uh, next up on the list is Aurora. So setting the scene here, last we left Aurora, she was, uh, you know, still coughing and sputtering from the vampiric mist. Um, I know we're doing theater of the mind. Roughly how far apart are our different groups? Not very far at all. And like questions on the board or? Yeah, roughly. Can we see the wraith? The wraith had popped back up where we theoretically were and I cleared some of the fog. Is the wraith with us or is it way over there? That's the wraith. That's a ghost That's a banshee. Vampiric mist. Okay. So that's what like eat me. Yeah. Everything is everything is close range here. Nothing okay. is far apart. Everything is within a move distance away. Okay. okay. Another um, logistical question. Uh, I hit the, the banshee with the lightning. Um, did it look like it it did it flinch some of it off? Shrugged some of it off? They resisted it. Gotcha. Completely or no? Oh, right. That would be immunity. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you can get Drusen up via berry. I think that would be I, Yeah, so that would be a full action to pop Drusen up? It's uh, a medicine 10 check. That's to stabilize. But to you can also administer a, a good a berry. Everyone has a good berry. Um, Aurora takes out a good berry from her pouch and shoves it down Drusen's throat and, um, and pops him up and just says, We need you up! Get back in the fight, Drusen. Get back in the fight! The terrible whale! 
Um, and then, okay, so that's my action. Uh, she's gonna stay by the group. Um, that's not. Is that how? The joke. Okay. Don't, don't listen to Sam. <laughs> don't listen. Um, Unless you're a fighter, you don't have action. She's a fighter. She's a fighter. You are a fighter. Well, they've never done it. Then maybe you do have action. Okay. I didn't know you were a fighter. Um. Yeah, Aurora is a fighter. She's a fighter. Let's see. I. Uh, she's then going to use a bonus action to use her short, her um, second wind. Fun. Gotcha. What does so, that do? Cool. Uh, basically, she takes a deep dwarven fighter breath and just goes <laughs> and regains 1d10 plus some other hit points. I bet Lockwood. Alrighty. Yes. Um, and that's turnover. Okay. Top of the round. Does anything happen at the round Does transition? Does Taita do anything? Not Does today. the fog do anything? Um, Taita. Uh, Taita and Oilvane have found themselves completely blinded in this thick fog as, uh... Something impossible to add for Taita. Okay. Um, uh, I, I forget whether or not we saw Baron go down before the fog came in. We did. Yeah, you did. Baron Perfect. got wailed on yes. with two big melee attacks, went yeah. down, and then fog. The, I'm he, the answer is yes, That's and Taita, uh, Oilvane, you hear, uh, Taita's voice as you're not, you're not still tethered, right? No, because you broke the tether. Yeah, he burned the um, yeah. Taita's uh, cold metal hand grabs on your fleshy arm, uh, uh, and she says, "We need to get out of here immediately." And she starts pulling you away from where you know uh, Baron is. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you resist? Oil vein resists. And Wait, uh no, not yet. She says, it's suicide to stay here. We must regroup with the others and form a plan. And when you don't come, she releases your arm and emerges from the fog. Uh does she just rejoin the others? Does she have the speed? Yeah, she does. Uh so she'll head back to the rest of the group and uh and she says Baron is in mortal danger. Oh. And you didn't bring him with you? We gotta get in there! He says, The forest is concealing our vision over there. It is impossible to see. We must clear that uh, in order to do anything effective, I would expect. And then she looks around and sees the other combatants and says, But we do have a bit of our own problem. And uh, she fires off a couple magic missiles at the... Uh, as they slam into the banshee yeah. uh, that Scrimcorn had just shot. Scrim wheeling his staff in his wand says, I'm occupied over here! As he is concentrating on light. Dude, light zap zap zap. Alright. <laughs> so the sky is probably looking pretty. Mock. Cool. You're up. Sam, what, what is the most meaningful totem that Mock has from there? most meaningful totem that Mock has from Baron. They've lived too long for him not to have something from Baron. Yeah, for Exchange sure. Exchange of items is just it's too, the, too regular a part of His first Morden symbol they ever got. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds kind of nice. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, something something. Like when you probably, symbol, probably you know, you back when uh, back when you were uh, doing some work on the red dragon scale armor and basically mm. transferring the various emblems and whatnot 
from Baron's old armor onto this sort of new armor, there was just an extra emblem. It was like one of Baron's old ones. Like, it's for you. Hang on to it. Might do you good. And he has it. And he kind of very steely of face as he sees kind of Taita speak these words and emerge from the from the uh, the fog. He pulls kind of from beneath like a gauntlet this 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 totem, um, and kind of puts it down under, kind of closer to Betsy's face. He says, Betsy, it's time to go get better. Let's go, move. Betsy has blind sense. Yes! Uh, so, he's going to have her go, go and girl, go. find Baron. Find Baron, girl. Oh. Get him, go get him, get We'll use his action to no. pick up Baron. <laughs> with, I mean, with, with Mock. Blind sight. Yes, blind sight. Yeah. Mock is honor, right? Uh, Mock's honor. Yeah, he has yeah, never climbed. We can figure out how many of his behind. Yeah, fine. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, the idea is to retrieve. Let her gently into her jaws. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, she's got blind sight, so she can just see, and he's, she's got the strength. And he's given her this totem as something to orient her. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't see that smart. as being much of a challenge uh, to accomplish. So, yeah, she charges in there as Mock's vision just I, goes I, blind. I take, I take, I take. Actually, I, I'm, I'm gonna take it. It's tremor sense, sixty feet, which. Uh, uh, well, that's so that's that's different. I'm sorry, I thought it was blind. What's tremor sense do? You can feel vibrations. Yeah, you, you can vibrations within a specific radius. Per, so it's sixty feet. So fair. If I go in there, but yeah, are we within well, sixty. Mock saw provided well, that the monster well. and the source of the vibrations are in contact with the same ground or substance. So if there's Which, no vibrations. Well, no. Yeah, but he's that, not. He's not an inanimate object. I mean, yeah. he is pretty. Yeah, well he is. That's, that, that, that tricks things up when you're flying. Yeah, Mock also saw very far on the ground. Betsy's on the ground. That yeah, yeah. seems yeah. to qualify. No, uh, that uh, we'll say that qualifies. Let's let's give it a let's give it a perception check. Okay. Uh, let's give it a perception check challenge here. For Whenever Betsy? we're unsure, let's yeah. uh, let's let's take it to the dice. Let's Can get use a Betsy stats. Let's get a yeah. Betsy yes. perception check. Find it, girl. Um, can I? May I ask for considerations given the use of the totem? Yeah, oh, that, that uh, would be uh, helped, of course, right? of course. So yeah, it's you with advantage, okay. um, and it, it's with advantage. This is just about uh, sensing a very, a uh, very faint vibration. He's unconscious, yeah. but there's Talk there's definitely. Okay, like, Betsy has a out. plus six to perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh. 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 It's advantage. Yeah. That's the mechanic. Yeah. What's Go for it. DC 12. Uh, so it looks like it's going to be 14. Yay! Yay! Ooh. As, uh, yeah, she zeroes in on it. She, uh, she has a memory of that, uh, of that falling, and then the, the little bit, you know, he's, he's still breathing, and, I uh, get that it's almost it. like a little bit of, like, a, a, a like a, an earthen Whoa. sonar, where she, like, she's so heavy, she Whoa. just, like, rumbles Whoa. the ground as she, like, bombs, and she can even, like, sense Whoa. the vibrations that are kind of, like, Dampened uh, as, as they kind of emanate from her heavy stomps. The ground version of echolocation. So I'm yeah, doing like they did in uh, Jurassic Park. I'm yeah. doing a, a dash with uh, an action point here. So she is uh, she's basically Betsy kind of rumbles in and scoops Baron up in her mouth and then literally does a leap out of the fog, uh, right. returning to the Back to the group. What cool cool critter. Yay. Yeah, I like her. So an action point for the pickup, essentially. Exactly. And so, then, so and then a dash for the, for the movement. And that, that's enough for the movement so, there? Oil uh, yes, blind, but upon... But all that happened next to you. Yeah, yeah you are leaving next to the giant. Hang on, Indeed. hang on. So uh, upon uh, leaving that area, 
Let's see what happens. I don't need to get within five feet of the giant to pick you up. But, but I am in the area. The giant yeah, definitely. Has you also don't need to be within five feet of the giant right. to be threatened. Yeah, yeah I'm just um, in the fog cloud. Uh, so here is the attack. Okay, see us. That's a good question. You have no idea. All right. All you know is there's a fog cloud and some sort of creature. In there. Maybe there's no giant there at all. Um. So maybe it's a. Here's the attack. <laughs> Oh, natural one! Not today, giant. First dungeon master roll for the all-day session being a natural one. That means the upcoming fights are going to have some karmic balance against you. I I take this with pride. (laughs) He accidentally hits oil paint. shaking it off. Just shaking it off. Uh, Yeah, you can feel feel the the wind as as a mock... Mock knows the sound and the feeling of steel just like moving through the air. Uh, so he basically reacts by getting close to Betsy, and Betsy is the one who's driving this boat. She knows, she's like basically sees that, she essentially senses that somebody's gonna swing for her and just jumps yeah. to the side. She jumps to the side. Just like holding on tight, making sure that he's not falling off. Mock can tell by the hesitation in the strike that the fog giant perhaps did not expect this move. Perhaps finding, uh, uh, perhaps being complacent in yeah. its own uh, fog fog breath. The and he comes out, he's like, he, he, he returns and he's like, uh, there's the word retreat? Taita, what's the risk? And he looks to Scrim and he's like, can you heal back? What, what'd you ask Taita, the risk? Yeah, like she said, she was kind of saying, we need to get out of here. Mortal danger. She was telling Oilvane that they need to get out of there and regroup with the others, which oh, she okay. has now done. Same question. He Perfect. heard, he heard AOE that. AOE location right He heard here. that. He's looking for more it. information yeah. from Titus. Yeah. These are strange supernatural foes. Yeah. Perhaps Mach doesn't have a good sense on how to gauge. Yeah. She says, I'm as much in the... Uh, I, I, I'm as much in the fog as you are here. All I know is that there are several things trying to kill us. Are you trying to make a joke? Uh, uh, Alright. He says, let's get rid of that banshee first. Oilvane. Oilvane, you're up next. Uh, Oilvane heard uh, the familiar tramping of a certain uh, large beast. Bullet. 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 Her exit and also the attack made by the giant. So I can sensibly figure out. I, I know where the giant still is, even though I can't yeah. see can I, uh, Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, when you got a very reasonable idea of it. The, the way that blindness works is a little bit weird. You, you don't not know where targets are because you can still hear them, you can still yeah. feel them to a particular degree. Um, it's that you have uh, disadvantage. Mm-hmm. On uh, attack rolls, and when ironically, okay. if someone else is blinded, then it cancels out the disadvantage. Hidden. The, the the nuance here, since this might come up uh, several times, uh, hidden is the property of you take a stealth check. People don't know where you are. Yeah. But but being concealed and even being blinded does not automatically make your opponents hidden. They have to make a special effort to become hidden, which re- usually requires yes. not being able to be seen. Yes. So it's a uh, it's it's a new one. So yeah, you 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 know enough of where he is to like launch a spell at him. It's just disadvantage representing you might totally win. Okay. Uh, so oil vein after that whole scene of uh, Baron getting rescued happens. Oil vein says, uh, "Good girl, Betsy," and he uh, runs forward. Here, one, two. Whoa. And then. Uh, 
you hear like you hear just the steps from the distance, and then you hear like a thunderclap all of a sudden. And uh, uh, the uh, giant has to make an attack save. Oh, that's Constitution 15. A constitution saving throw of 15. Oh, that's five. Uh, a giant could be. He got a 20. Oh my oh, god! Okay. Oh! So yeah, he had like a plus 20 to his attack roll last oh, time. Gross. We're dealing so, with something disgusting. Yeah, plus 12. Plus 12. Yeah, so, so you know. It's, it's only 8 away from 20. I've cast Thunderstep, so it's, he still takes half damage. Mm-hmm. So let's see. This is thunder damage? Yeah, thunder damage. Let's see, that's can we get some more descriptions on this giant? Like, this thing is oh, clearly nice. ridiculously okay. badass. You can't see it. We're deciding whether to stay or to go. Well, we saw it a bit. Yeah, wait wait until it's not his turn. It's his right now, so let's do that, and then I agree. That's uh, 29, so half of 20. You rolled double zeros on, on your yeah. rerolls? So wait, Kevin, he yes. did your... He picked up a one and a two and got 20. Oh, yeah. Does that <laughs> anything happen with oil vein when he does a metametrol? As I was needling Kevin earlier uh, about describing what so, happened. Uh, sorry, bef- before we jump to that, you gave a number which I didn't hear. 29. 29. Half of 20. 29. So half of 29, 14. Uh, so this, do we round up or round down? Down. Round down. Round down. Always. always round down. Always down. Fucking Gloomhaven. Alright. Uh, so his, uh, as Oil Vane runs forward towards this giant, he can feel kind of the, uh, the shadow energy from the shadow blood kind of fluctuating and he tries to attune it and he uses his meta magic, which is. No one can see it right now because he's in that fog cloud, but his hand kind of like his fingers splay and each finger like starts to like thread out and fractal. form like fractal like oh, geometric gross. shapes awesome. as if it's trying to tune into like so his finger the the, yeah, the middles of his digits just turn into like weird 3D cubes and shapes that just yeah. rapidly uh, uh, flutter like cube. until he can find the actual uh, energy that he needs to attack. And Come just uh, yeah, you hear boom, and then he's teleported. Oh, is that thunderstep? Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's thunderstep. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just, yeah, you hear that thunderclap, and then all of a sudden, right next to you, you see like this mid, like black mist solidify into uh, your friend Olivia. Aurora, you when hear- she first sees the mist, she like lets go, <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, oh, oh, it's okay. I mean, they get the love of the world, As the thunderclap is still echoing amongst the trees, you hear the groaning, the bending of tree wood creaking and cracking as if the forest is responding. Oh, don't like that. The vampiric mist is up next. Bear? Yeah, Bear. I have this. Pretty sure Bear's next. Uh, thank you. Oh, my, my tool Although, set. he's not going to do much. Well, maybe he rolls a 20. Maybe he rolls a 20. Uh, can we see uh, in Baron's mind palace? Is he seeing a light? <laughs> is his shadows? Is he having visions yeah. of any kind? Let me roll it and then I'll think about that. <laughs> uh, Ooh. that's a success. Yay! What'd you get? 10. It's 10 or more. It's it enough. So close. One save. One save. Uh, One save. So in Baron's, uh, in Baron's mind palace, there is just stone, just nothing, just blankness and fear. 
I kind of like the idea, like, it's like a cave-in in your own head, and you gotta have to pull those stones away. Just... Just slip back to consciousness. Just, just the nothingness of Void, and the memory uh, echoes in his mind uh, something about uh, for, of Morden's saying that if he returns again or something, he shall never re- enter these halls once more. After we look at that quote again. Basically, don't die again or you won't get heaven. You won't get heaven? That was it. My head was just like, I'm not going to save you again. I mean, oh, no, it's not uh, like dwarf. if you die again, you're, you, going to dwarf you're not entering these halls again. Oh, you're not going to oh, dwarf them. Wow, that's way more hardcore than I thought. Morden is a bad dad. Really quick with that label there. Bad There are no good dads in this <laughs> world. Dog, that's true. We have not. He was bad dad, dad, but he was an excellent bad dad. Now the war race. Now we'll race. But yeah, uh, so war race and then the mist. You're no, like it's no longer banished. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the Wraith is the, uh, was it the Banshee? No, the Wraith was banished. Ban- the Wraith is the Wraith. The Wraith is the Wraith. Okay. It'd be nice if those were the actual names of the guys. Into the dog. But the Mist is there. The Mist is, yeah. Why do I have the Wraith below the thing? Oh, because he wrote Goo Goo Ghosts, and that has always been confusing. Uh, I also wrote Wraith. Yes. I also wrote... That word. That. And I have more things in the wrong order. Oh gosh, darn it! Okay, hang on, I gotta fix this. You like maple whiskey? So the banshee. Is that that I'm, not go I'm not ready for it either. I will yet. be. I will be doing that soon. Look, that one though. Just the earlier I drink, the better. So that I'm so missed. Interesting mm-hmm. theory. Okay. Okay, it wasn't actually that hardcore. Know this. Should your soul return to me again, it will be the last journey you make. I will find another, and your name will only be remembered as a whisper in these halls. Ooh! Ooh, that's still really... You will be obsolete! So much fucking shade there. Give you a divine witch! Be like, hey, you guys remember Bear Fair? What? Okay, now I have it fixed. Thank yes, you. The war raid! called me once okay. by accident. What? So Baron's fear. Fear of dying and failing. Capitalizing on all his vulnerabilities, I see. Uh, the Wraith. You see it. Uh, uh, what did the Wraith look like? Sorry. Wraithy? Like that? My, uh, my looks here. Yeah, did both of them look like living kind of things, or... Was one of them like a ghost, but a skeleton? They were all kind of ethereal. Okay. Yeah, that guy looks like that guy. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, but it is the wraith. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So this guy right here, um, what he is is, uh, his is a very just sort of black mist body. It just descends as, as is, uh, there's a noticeable sort of head and hands coming out from the flowing mist, and then the flowing mist just disappears into nothing in his lower half as he hovers along the ground. He is currently right at the edge of where the uh, of where the fog here has been dispelled by Drustin. Uh, the fog is closing back in slowly uh, enough that it is going to become a problem soon, but not in the not in the immediacy and the wraith is floating along right at the edge of the fog, moving with it as it closes in. Uh, Oh, and the vampiric mist over here to the north. The north, 
you assume and also doubt and have no clue, uh, is doing the same thing over here as the, uh, as the, that's the part of the mist where it is, it is coalesced a little thicker and there's red sort of uh, uh, veins uh, pulsing throughout this mass of thick fog as it is moving back and forth along the fog line. Does it give the impression that they are, like, making the mist, bringing the mist with them, or that they are, like, waiting for the mist to come back in? Good question. It's not coming in any faster where they are than it is everywhere else. It's sort of closing in from all directions, and the vampiric mist and the wraith are both staying with that mist, like, trying to move at you, but but not moving out of the... Gotcha. We're gonna keep that mist at bay! Uh, So that is it for them. So it's Drustin now. Drustin picks himself up. Um, his body didn't get beat up, but his mind is just still ringing, and he just feels drained from this no. banshee scream. Yeah, like, his, like, limbs are still, like, tingling as if sleep. Um, and he kind of takes Uncle Falder's shovel and, like, digs into the ground and picks himself up. Oh, yeah, Bertha will help him. She's right uh, there. Oh. Be like, Aurora will get the other arm. Oh. Like, like, we, we have to down. understand what's going on with this uh, mist. This whole forest is like a big puzzle. Uh, and he thinks about all that he's seen so far. The actions of these ghostly creatures, the way the mist has retreated and come back, even the shapes of the trees, the way the arrows were shot from different ways. And he wants to see if he can identify any rules or uh, ways that this forest works that will help them find an escape from it. That's not to just understand it. It sounds like yeah. he's trying to like investigate the situation. He's attempting to investigate based on the um, clues given them so far. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. One big obvious piece is that when you banished the one wraith, the fog did seem to dissipate. Yeah, yeah, the fog went funny. So what... Uh, it did not dissipate. It acted it's something. I thought it, it like it, swirled it, in a funny it way. It reacted, but it did not dissipate. So you want to do this oh. uh, with the purpose of figuring out kind of what is the way of getting out of this fog? Is it just fighting these bad guys, or is there something else going on? Go for it, roll an investigation check. All right. And uh, is this a situation where passive is okay, or...? We're, we we ruled that for... Cool. For the foreseeable Until we future. decide to have a Excellent. discussion again, passive... Well, you know what? Don't worry about it. I won't use my passive. I'll use my roll, which is a 26! Woo-hoo! Not very often that your roll is better. Drewston sort of looks at everything he's seen before, uh, uh, taking that moment as his consciousness faded and came back up to get fresh eyes on the situation. Oh, yeah, like a big dream yeah. about it. Oh, the pieces all go together. <laughs> I imagine Drewston finds inspiration in, uh, in all sorts of uh, odd contexts. Uh, and yeah, and Drewston sort of pieces it together, the way that the creatures are moving, the, the, the reaction of the, the fog forest to the banishment and, uh, and to his dispel magic, the, uh, the way everything's moving is Drewston is getting the sense of, uh, of all of this being like uh, the, the, the extremities of one living entity throughout this forest. And what he is, what he is seeing in all of this is hunting behavior. It is uh, uh, the the forest has moved has has acted not with malevolence uh, as it certainly looks like on the surface, but with a uh, but with more of a survival instinct of uh, of trying to hunt prey and uh, and gain sustenance. And Drewston gets the impression by 
by the the noises, the reaction, uh, especially from the banishment that he did, from the dispel magic, and the way he's seeing it on the edges here, is that like any beast in a traditional forest, uh, the way that you the way that you stop the way that you stop a beast from trying to hunt you, as you tell it, it ain't worth the effort. You cause more harm to it than it's gonna gain from eating you, and it runs off with its tail between its legs. And he's getting the same impression here. You've yeah. hurt the forest a couple times. It has not it has not fallen back, but you get the impression that if you show it that you all ain't worth hunting anymore, that uh, that, that would be the swiftest way out of here. You're not exactly certain what happens at the, the, the forest might look like if it wanted to retreat from a fight, yeah. but uh, but that's the impression that you're getting is that harm harm dealt to any of these is harm dealt to that's the entity. Point. So Jason will say, uh, Oh, we're in there fighting uh, a fleet of enemies, but a single one, uh, it is the forest itself, it wishes to, to consume us, and to do so it'll, it'll drain our very lives and leave our bodies here to rot and feed it. And he looks around at all these twisted trees around us, says, we need to let the forest know that we are not worth it. Oh yeah, is there uh, rain as well? Oh yeah, it's still raining. I, yeah, I, want, I forgot to set the scene in that way. Yeah, it's it's pouring rain down during all of this. I didn't realize it was raining. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. that mean we can chop trees? We might as well try. You Sad still got sa- a, sh- a spike on yes, you? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, and she that is shakes it around Tristan's a turn. Are we surrounded by trees? Like, are we yes. in a thick forest? Yes. Like, are we in a clearing right now? Or just no. like, we're amongst trees? You are amongst I trees. I saw them as like these thin... Twisting trees. Is that right, or are they like big, thick trees? It more is, coniferous or more deciduous? Like if you thick. remember, it is a bit of a combination because the trees has shifted, but they are mostly uh, a a that thickness kind. of thin, yeah. tiny yeah. trees, like, okay. like a like a leg, yeah, or like about thin, thin and tall. Which easy to get lost in. Okay, I don't know why you would so say that. That is the scene that we are in. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. I mean, it's an eastern forest, it's deciduous. It Do what it can to cause as much harm as possible. The ground thickly leafed, uh, uh, covering all sounds. Bear does it. Um, well. Loam. Loam. All right. The best, the best way the bear dog, I think, can help us to keep that giant at bay. Uh, the giant is currently concealed. In yes, fog. Or I unless it's, is his head above the fog? His <laughs> head is not above no, the fog. No, I, I but... have a feeling. Uh, bear dog looks back at the group and then looks back at the fog and looks back at the group. He goes, I'm going in. Do what you must. And she runs into the fog. She charges into the giant's fog. Kaboom! That sounds about right. Right there sounds about right. That's the last time you ever saw it. Are you still to somebody? Oh no, she snapped it. Because obviously (laughs) she doesn't want to get... Aurora shatter spike (laughs) to the rope. Sure. (laughs) We'll go with a a shattery spike rope as she's leaving. Bear Joss says, I'm going in. And Aurora's like... <laughs> I do not want to go. Yeah. All right, so Good plan for you. I can't do it fast. All right, so you've charged in, and you can hear the giant. You hear the groan and the uh, uh, the breathing of this giant. It breathes it. as okay. loud as a gust of wind. All right, and she, having experience with giants, is going to try to just zero in on that with with her attack. Yeah. I assume that's with disadvantage. Well, are you going melee or are you going ranged? Ranged. What does the thing she looks like, she's attacking, look like? Well, who knows? She I can't, can't see, see right now. We saw it once before. 
Well, uh, oh yes. Yes. What it I was is giant, but I forget what it looked like. The it, it, it sort of stepped out from uh, what originally looked like a tree. There was a tree that had come down with sort of multiple oh, the trunks yeah. split into multiple uh, multiple trunks that went into the ground, and then it sort of stepped out from that. And the tall tree that was there, it just. It, it, it sort of just shifted and became a part of another tree as it as this giant stepped forward uh, a thick 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 fog making up the figure of a giant man with this sword that sort of its uh, uh, its blade became more and more corporal as cor- corporeal. Corporeal. corporeal corporeal that's the word I knew I had it wrong it became more and more corporeal as the seconds passed up to when it swung at mock it was like cold steel swinging mm-hmm. so I can't see it but Correct. I, I can remember that thought, maybe, if yes. I was even in that area, but you not were. important. You saw it. Um, so she's, uh, just for clarity, am I rolling with disadvantage? disadvantage. You're rolling with disadvantage, disadvantage, regardless if you're okay, in the fog so or not. Okay, so she, um, in giant, yells out, Very large morsel to eat here. Not much armor. Easy to hit. You all hear Bearjaw shout in, out in, in a language you've in, never heard her speak before. Shaking that ass. Twerking, some of twerking these. at the giant. Come some get of some these. of this goodness. Come get some. And then she's gonna... Okay, nope. That's a m- one. Um, natural one. That so, always misses. That's an 11. Okay. <laughs> I know, it's not gonna hit even on a... That so. is for your first attack. Oh. Remember nothing, always... nothing happens when I... Uh, uh, no, no, yeah, I mean, you just, you, okay. you throw the hammer. The fox swirl. Because it, it says it fog... comes back automatically after that, so I... Yeah, yeah, but and you then, have, ooh, you're high enough spicy, level to get Spicy, 25. On the 25 is enough to hit. Now, what's cool giant. about this is that when I throw it, if I throw it at a giant, I get an extra D8. Oh. So, oh. I'm just going to take oh, one yeah. of those. Is that part of the hammer? That is part of the hammer's uh, really cool little side bit That here. has never come up before. <laughs> That's right, it's 1d8 extra damage, which has always been, or 2d8 if it's Two a giant. 2 extra. That's if it's a giant. Fuck that giant. Why are we just hunt, hunting giants for money, Mox says. A bear drive would agree <laughs> with you if she heard that. Uh, <laughs> that's the first good money-based idea you've ever had. Right, so I'm a businessman. Plus 9. So, plus 9, so 23. All right. I did the math. Three damage to the Kaboom, So she fog. misses on the first one and it just whoosh, or it like goes. Past you hear yeah. as uh, as uh, Aurora throws it and it comes back. Aurora. That's not, so, not Aurora. Drink, 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 drink. drink. <laughs> water. My water. Hydrate. 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 of shame. Bear jaw throws the hammer. It's the swirling of the hammer as it goes forward. It misses the giant, but this thick fog just like, Ah, it just moves it around for just a moment as she catches a glimpse of his arm. And when the hammer comes back, she throws it again. And then you all hear, the the hammer of all souls has always sort of struck with a clap, uh, uh, you know, a clap of magical strength, but this one the, uh, it lights up, and this you one, see the shadow of them fighting Yeah, lights the up, and the sound uh, the sound rumbles the forest floor as it strikes that giant, a release of energy you have never witnessed before in the hammer I mean, of all That brings a smile to Mox's face. <laughs> yes! 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 
I just oh, love the visual. She's like, oh, I'm going after the giant. She runs in there, and you hear a louder fight than you've ever heard before. It's just like, they're just happy. So uh, we are a part of that dream, man. We have so a sense far. of this. Uh, You're all ownership anti-giancy. there. Anti-giancy. Anti-giancy. We just haven't really seen it really come up, really. Anti-giancy. Bear was like, oh, a giant? I'm in. Speaking of the giant. Speaking of the giant. How about get there? That's weird. Um, Bear I was trying to look up. Uh, blinded. <laughs> fuck me up. Because <laughs> it is effectively blinded, right? Creatures, it yeah. It's such a weird wording. They say heavily obscured, which is what the fog is. It says vision is blocked. Creatures are effectively blinded, um, and which means they and it gives them more clarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Blinded is a, is a status effect. It's weird that it doesn't just say they are blinded, blinded but I guess they mean there's wiggle room. There based is also on something different if you're attacking a target you can't see because mm-hmm. yeah. that. Uh, also, well, that's. I don't. What do you mean? I think, I think there's the a chance that you they, attack a square that they're not even at. Yeah. That's not. That's that's a hidden target. That's not have to do with not seeing. We we went over that earlier. This I'm looking at it right here. It just says when you attack a target you can't see, you have disadvantage, and that's true whether or not you're guessing the target's location. And so I don't know. It says whether or not you're guessing the target's this, location. This is true. You have disadvantage on the attack roll. This is true whether you're guessing the target's location or targeting a creature you can hear but not see. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So hear or not see. Whatever that so means. what what we what we covered at the beginning of the combat. I'll okay. recap again. Sure. Hidden. And inability to see the target are two entirely different things with different uh, uh, ramifications. Totally. In, uh, so it's just it's, disadvantage on the attack. It sounds like hearing is enough to like he, localize. Yeah. Hearing, even feeling like other senses. A, a, a person, an entity, a creature, has to make a special effort to become hidden when you are in a situation that permits it, which is by default oh, requires right. This may be helpful too. It says if you are hidden, and then it's to the side. Both unseen and unheard. Yeah. In other words, what, like it's like there's like there's two conditions for him. You cannot be targeted. With the and, and another thing to remember is yeah. hidden uh, is very poorly defined yeah, yeah. in the yes. official game. I, I read that just because it's another place where they provide. So I want to do the fog giant's turn. So Perfect. Let's uh, do it. you went into semantics on why they phrase it that way. So you, yeah, yeah. We so, went down that rabbit hole. I, yeah, feel, yeah, I we, feel more inclined to do that on an all-day session. I wouldn't have done that on a Thursday, just so you guys know. <laughs> So, the, uh, as you are effectively blinded, he Indeed, gets I advantage am. on his attack Yes, yes, I figure I'm gonna get smooshed a little so, bit here. So, we're not doing grids, but he's, he's Come on. Step up. Step up. Step up. He's not uh, heaving, he's swinging. Bearjaw can feel the ground rumble as he takes one huge step Go. towards Bearjaw, and then the Set sword three. strikes come oh, in. Yeah, One is going to be right. a 31, oh. yep, and the other is going to be a, ooh, the other one's going to be a 17. Nope. Yeah! Wow. 18. 18 An advantage oh, roll where he got a 5 is uh, pretty good for you. So, okay. that, uh... <laughs> I got a little that more great left sword in. attack is a great sword. Now this thing has got to be like bigger than bear jaw. It, the, yeah, it's as big as this bear. The blade in. is as big as bear jaw nice. as it comes Swinging in bear jaw, bear for jaw. twenty-nine slashing damage. Uh, okay, that's a four. Yeah, fourteen. Fourteen damage. Okay. <laughs> oh, big huge gash. This yeah. thing like fog. Like her neck down her down her torso. Is it made of fog until it hits? Until and it then hits. Right before it turns solid. Ugh. I got through. Oh, the blood's everywhere. That's <laughs> <laughs> like foggy blood. I'm it's weird. It's blood. misty. I don't know what's going <laughs> on. Yes. 
Rising in the mist. And then... Had to close that distance, didn't ya? Didn't ya? Does the match. Uh... Yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, now it is the g ghost which is actually Banshees. Banshees. The Banshee. Were there two Banshees? There, there were, were, and then one died. Uh, just it into oh, that's right. Ghost. G-g-g- ghost. Now, Singular. okay. The other Banshee. Did they both wail? They were both whalers. I don't know. One got um, whaled on. I think one of them died. Yeah, the other one died before the whaling before happened. Before the whaling happened. Okay, so he's already used his whale. Oh um, my goodness. Yeah, whaling just happened. Oh, there's a... Do we have minis for all the enemies on the board? Yes, yep. yes we, we do. do. Oh, okay. I think that. Um, so, and... Those aren't our allies. Okay. The Banshee is uh, one of the creatures that is not does not seem to be uh, bound by the fog of the forest. Uh, it is. Um, fog of the forest. It is. It comes at you. Well, fog that. Come at me, bro. Don't come at right. me. Go away from me, bro. <laughs> Leave me, bro. Uh, <laughs> as it just got struck by light, uh, struck by Scrim's call of lightning, which moved through its body, and it immediately reacts by opening its mouth wide, and as it lifts its arms up, its body morphs and twists, Ooh. and you uh, you each see just the horrible, grotesque tearing of a body. Like it, it, it sort of forms into a more sort of fleshy look, and then it tears itself open Ooh. as its face twists Ooh. into a scream, and its jaw disconnects and hangs oh. from one side. Everybody... That can see it, which Bearjaw cannot because she has entered the fog. And is unconscious. So everyone else needs to make a DC 13 wisdom saving throw, including the bullet. Give me use, man. This is against Fright. My house is 14 or higher. I did. I saved. What was the DC? 13. Yeah, I get Thumbs up. But she rolled a 19. Oh, yeah. rolled a 19 okay, so the only... Oh, so Scrimcorn, Mock, and Betsy the Bullet are all frightened for one minute, uh, which basically means forever. You can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns um, with disadvantage if you can still see the Banshee. Um, now, if a bullet's frightened, is it? And it's just like, frightened. Yeah. So, frightened is its own mechanics as you a refresher. You cannot move yeah. closer, correct? Yeah. You, you cannot move willingly move closer, and you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. Uh, full stop. While you can see it. While you can see it. So, if you enter the fog. Ah, great. Let's go into the fucking fog. That's Everyone, a great idea. Fog club. I'm just going to go fog. Oh, you Hooray. used your inspiration. Yeah, uh, on, do you want to roll a D8? And it still failed? D8? I used Roll a D8. Oh, it already passed. No, 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 I started it. with it. Remember, it was Here. not me. That was a Oh, <laughs> I'm remembering now. Uh, there we go. Two. It goes yeah. to... Oh, 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 oh. Oh. I have short little arms. Thank you. Scrimcorn, you are next, followed by Aurora. Um, administering a... Uh, the Goodberry. Administering a, is that an, an action? action? I believe so. To administer it, yes. We said it could work just like a potion works. And you can't move move closer to the banshee, right? Oh, yeah. I can't. Can you chuck it like. The way we've placed it here, 
You guys are all just totem. You, you guys are all in a, in a group together here. Okay, right. You, you are if Baron is even oh. five feet close with Banshee. That would so make you, you, so you are in yeah. range of Baron. That's what Yay. I wanted to say. Um, <laughs> we are in a huddle. So, uh, my, my, yeah, my, my mental image of this is that you guys are, you guys are unusually very close together as a sort of reaction. Like he was able to clear the fog; it's closing back in, and everyone's like staying close to make sure that the forest doesn't separate you again. It's kind of my, uh, that's how I was. Super bear John who ran into the. And um, when you cast, uh, when you use a, since it's not casting a spell, when you use a magic item, yeah, for it to. Create the effect of a spell. Um, it usually says in there, like as an action or something. Right. So when you do that, uh-huh. uh, is does it limit the whole a basic action spell? Oh, like a cantrip thing, yeah. Requiring you to use a cantrip for your other one. Oh, you mean a no, no, no. If it didn't spell? use your class's spell casting okay. um, Slot. functionality, so you can activate an item okay. and then cast. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, but you're activating an item to cast a spell. Well, I see. Depends so it's on the wording of the thing. Yeah. So it's not a spell like effect. It's a staff that casts what, healing. What does the staff say? Um, let me check. I think it says it allows you to cast it. In which case, I think it does count. Um, you can use one of its charges to cast one of the following spells from it. So, so I think you you are casting it. What the staff is doing is sort of it's giving you extra spell slots or memorizations or whatever it is for your class. Um, but it is still you casting it. It's just giving you permission so you, to be yeah, able to do you that. You can't spell. do that in a bonus action. Yeah. I thought you were talking about like activating any magic items property. Yeah. Right, like right, a spell like right. effect. Yeah, that's well, question. that's why I was phrasing it as I use an item and a spell effect occurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, because to my knowledge, that's what it was. But that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. So it's just it's the slot. Um, I'm just double checking the. I want to confirm. To you use your action to call down lightning. There's too many things I want to do. <laughs> the trees. If only I was a fighter. Um, <laughs> Next time, two levels. Two steel. Uh, uh, okay, give me give me one second because Scrim is like panicking, looking around because uh, he really wants to put some heat on this banshee, uh, but he also wants to get Baron. But there's just too many things that are Listen that. To your heart. And if he uses a basic action. Bonus action. Basic action. Bonus action. Okay. Okay. Here's a basic action. That's basic. He Let me smoke that pass. is going to use his action. I'm going to do mechanics first. He's okay. going to use his action on his currently concentrating spell to call down a bolt of lightning on the Banshee. Then he's going to use, and that's not a spell, that's just using your action to control a spell. Yeah. He's going to use his basic action the to bonus cast action. bonus action. Bonus action to cast, you know, if there was any confusion on that, then I'd stop. But uh, he's going to use his bonus action uh, to cast Healing Spirit, which has concentration, which drops the concentration of the Call Lightning. So we will get some healing, and that, I believe, gives you healing when it first pops up. Um, I believe it's when a creature starts its turn in the square of the healing spirit, or or it enters, or you enter the square that the healing spirit is in. So it'll be on... Oh, I can cause the spirit to restore it. Interesting. I can actually have it not heal someone if I don't want to. <laughs> You're just feeling spiteful that day. I don't know why the spirit isn't working, guys. I'm, He's not getting up. I'm no, looking weird. forward to that day when that happens. That's, that's, um, that's today. You made it oh, mayonnaise. You made it so, mayonnaise again? No, uh, yeah. for you. So it's... Yeah. Why am I 
Still you or a creature can see. Oh, moves into the space for the first time or starts his turn. Now. That's what. That's that phrase there. Okay, that means the bear's turn. He's um, on yeah, exactly. I think that's the way. Because that means going oh, active yeah, between. Exactly. We'll be yeah. okay there. So yeah. All right. Fine. So first, he's going to do does this look? Yeah. What does this look and feel like when so, Scrim does uh, this? Scrim has his two. His he's all full spell casting now. He doesn't have a shield yeah. on. And he holds the Casiqua Center um, uh, rod that he is attuned to his coal lightning. Um, and he, he holds it up in the air, and a thunderbolt comes down from the sky um, with a uh, right onto the, onto the Banshee, um, requiring it to make a dex save 14 with disadvantage, or I have attuned my spell to that, and I'm not making an attack roll, so I don't have any advantage or disadvantage for my fright. Roll a wisdom saving throw. <gasps> no! <laughs> DC 12. What's that die? Uh, that is eleven. Oh, yeah, it's the first yeah, time. You've been giving ground. You've been giving ground, 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 ground every week. You're forced to work for on a Sunday. It's true. It's true. So what happens? Uh, Scrimcorn is. Dies. What's he using? He's using call lightning, which he, means he's, he's not casting it, but he's basically calling down the the spell that's currently going from on. it's already it's yeah. already swirling around. As uh, give me a little more, give me a little more about about what goes inside Scrimcorn. What goes on inside Scrimcorn when he is using his magic, his druidic magic? Um, like you you described. What we saw, right? With the we've, with the with yeah, the rod. The How does he? We kind of have gotten a lot of, of understanding from Baron of what it looks like when he channels Morden's power through his body. He's he's yelling commands, but he's really sort of requesting by the grace of Morden, you know, please do yeah. this. Pretty please so go um, and throws out a lot of uh, yes, material sir. components. He throws out a lot of material components, um, very kind of stinky witchy stuff. Um, that you guys see, but you also know that that's all from training. Uh, that he's from growing up with the being raised and trained by uh, the witches, and so he's definitely. Well, he's not calling out to them. Um, he's kind of and and he's he's making use of their of their. It's not like divine power kind of thing, but it's like the energy that like uh, malicious energy that he's that he's been taught with. He's basically siphoning a little bit of that out and like unleashing from it from on, nature, right? From yeah. nature, but yeah. As the, he as he raises the rod uh, to the air to help him channel this uh, call lightning through, he calls upon the 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 malevolent energies of nature to uh, to pull into it. And just for a moment, his mind skips. And as he blinks his eyes, he sees uh, he sees the image uh, uh, of a witchy hand outstretched, holding uh, one of the skulls on his staff and smashing it and breaking it as Scrimcorn's uh, breath catches in his throat. The rod feels hot. Stinging, burning, hot in his hand as the cloud, uh, as the cloud of lightning just dissipates into nothing. Oh, that's bad. What? What, 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 what do we see? Scrim, uh, you see the cloud. 
uh, dissipate broke. and uh, and and no, nothing, nothing broke physically you, uh, right now. Oh, okay. that was a vi- that image, happened earlier. Image, kind of an image. image Scrim just uh, lets out just a ah ah and uh, and frustrated and uh, and clearly not like uh. Not the frustration, frustration that is greater, let me see, a disproportionate amount of frustration than if a spell had just fizzled. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes we're spell casting, you know, we're trying to do something, and then, like, no! lose, lose concentration or something sure. like that. This is clearly a much more, like, the veins pop out on his, on his head. Sometimes you get back with a tilt. Yeah, no And he is, um, rage! Uh, he rages. You're doing it! And with, with <laughs> a, just a second of hesitation, um, he looks at he looks at the rod and uh, and holds it out as he tries to cast with his uh, bonus action healing spirit at a fourth level. Ooh. I'll go ahead and pop that. Big time. Uh, it's like the and so get the uh, witch uh, mini, and that will be right above. Burn, and you know that Scrim has avoided using this during this time, and this is specifically awful timing. So, is this another D12? Roll a wisdom DC 12. <laughs> oh, that is a 13. <laughs> as he pulls, <laughs> as he again. Redoubles his mind, pulling the energy from the forest around, and actually, separate from whatever is going on inside Scrimcorn's head here, pulling the natural energies from here to do your magic is like it's requiring just a little extra pull from the area. You know, Scrimcorn can he can feel that uh, that living entity of the forest. Like the energy here is not all yours to control. A, a yes. much of it. Is is already claimed by another, and uh, but he's able to do it nonetheless. But he just he feels the difference, kind of like when he's underground. Everything it feels a little different to pull those energies. He's he's more used to a swamp. I like that mini. But the the healing spirit, the healing hag, does indeed appear. It lets out a particularly shrill. Ooh, that was particularly shrill. Well done. You hurt yourself doing as her. As her stinky, right. slimy, healing energy enters Baron's body, it, it, it applies immediately. Upon no, him. no. So it's oh. there, and on his turn, since he starts there, it'll. Oh, when you start your turn there, you get healed. The mechanics of the healing spirit is why we do the healing Congo line. Yeah, I, I know the. I know the after. Yeah, when it's out of combat. But I thought it did one burst when you put it down. But they do own his soul now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then it is. If your turn's done, yes, it's Aurora. Cool. How much healing do I get? Yeah. I assume I'm in the area since we're. It's no, one, one person, one square. Oh, it's one square. Okay. It's um, Baron's core right now. If you ran you through could, his square, you, you would get out the bullet. Actually, you you that is true. You could occupy the same space as Baron for a minute. For, for just you, just you should pop pass through. through. As soon as you pass through, through um, you get it. You can, just, you can walk. You can use the healing spirit. Battle. Absolutely, I'm going to yeah. use the healing spirit. I'm gonna have you roll three d six. One, two. It's a lot of healing. Three turns. Yep. Wait, baby. Fourth level spell. I top. My top uh, ooh, that's sexy. Well. That's a uh, sixteen. Sixteen out of eighteen is. No, that's great. Nice. Potent. Whatever okay. for three d six is you roll forty six and drop the lowest. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's how we've always been, right? That's how I've been doing that. I've been, I've been, yeah. <laughs> I've been doing damage. I've been doing That's how Eric's been using his actions. Yeah, yeah beetles <laughs> don't do that much damage. Do three that's actions good. and pick your two Unless you tell me to stop right now, I'm going to continue doing it like I've always done. <laughs> um, and so Aurora passes through that, um, that square as she uh, uses Shatter Spike to chop at two separate trees. Nice. Oh, yeah. yes. um, and so it's an auto crit on either... Um, Do you have to roll the hit first? No, it's because it's inanimate objects. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, you, you still have to roll... Uh, to hit, and you have to meet the AC. Oh, if you hit, it it, uh, it does okay. the it does a. If you hit, it is a critical. Got it. So I'm making. Two I think that's the same for the same for the unconscious thing we were talking about. It's yeah. an automatic critical hit if they hit you. Yep. You you good natural armor yeah. can still. And if you're unconscious, okay. they have advantage. Well, the yep. lowest one's an 18. So then, yeah, easily. So both hit. So she's striking twice against just two different yeah. trees, or. Yes. Um. Once against. Once against one tree, once against another tree. All right, then uh, roll the damage. Because, okay. Of course. So it's auto crit, which so roll means twice, and twice. twice. An, extra, okay. an extra damage dice. Got it. One so extra damage dice. Two D eight plus five on each tree. Yes. Just one extra. Damage uh, so that's eleven on the first tree. Eleven on the first tree. Okay. And uh, nine on the second tree. You hear the sound of shattering wood, splintered bark, and pulp flying everywhere as there is just an explosion noise as Shatterspike uh, uh, digs into the tree and uh, and this wood splinters go everywhere. The first tree, uh, there's just this moment as Aurora looks back at the first tree she struck, knowing that that one felt like a more solid blow, and then slowly you hear the the creak of it falling. Yes. Smash us. Uh, away from the party. Come on. Dang it! I cover! <laughs> as it slowly uh, starts falling away from the party, and as it is falling, you see the fog in this now clearing that you have. It shudders, uh, yeah. uh, shudders violently. And also, here is a concentration check for the oh, yeah. giant, uh, but he gets it Man, swimmingly. Yeah. It's, con- it's your constitution. constitution. Yes. Oh, damn you and your... Uh, for maintaining his fog cloud over there. For concentrating on his fog cloud over there. Thanks. Give him breakstone for no reminding me that that is a concentration spell. Oh, um, make it earlier. Well, Dom lost it. So he made it for this attack. Yeah. Because it's all connected entities. See, that was how I planned it originally. Yeah. Uh, the layers. They're so interesting. They're so tight to do anything. She, uh, last time she blasted one of the Blasters. Titus says, that is a good idea. And uh, she walks over to the tree that you, that Aurora, the second tree that Aurora had hit, and it splintered out like a big gouge into it as Taita uh, shoves her spiky fingers into the wood and you uh, and you can see the uh, the wood starting to like turn red and become like a, a heated embers around her oh, so hand. This is blackening. Uh, yeah, it's like blackening, blackening up, like a, uh, up electric the tree. Cute wood. And as she's doing this, you see more of just the fog shuddering in this uh, in this whole forest. Good job, Taita. Muck. Uh, Mock will take 3d8. 
36 healing. Steps through the hag. Keeping it strong. 13, man. Woo! Thanks, Grim. Good job, hag. This this one's for you. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, don't roll three. Yeah, so I'm back in full. Um, And uh, keeping with, uh, with, with, with Betsy. Let's see. So he's got Baron in the mouth. He's going to gently release Baron to the ground. Chop him slowly. Uh, well, that's right. He was still in the mouth. Yeah, so he's gently releasing you. This is not a drop, but I, I do. I guess uh, Betsy can but, get some healing, but too, I if do. you want some. Oh, so you drop she him does. to the ground? Okay, so that's an automatic critical Yeah, exactly, hit. exactly. I, I'm trying to make this a non-action <laughs> that doesn't do further damage. So it's uh, dropping something. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Um, so yeah, Betsy. Honestly, you could drop someone unconscious like a foot, and really not much risk of. Unless he's in full rocks. scale armor. There's got to be some sort of protection. And, uh... And, uh, his skull against his scale armor. And, and he says, Betsy, it's time for a snack! And Betsy, who eats everything, I was just reading the ecology of the bullet. so fun. Uh, so, uh, and he is going to have, like, encourage Betsy to, to eat some of the fauna, of the, the floor of the forest. In the direction of the mist. The forest. Oh, the ah, nice. mist. In the direction of the vampire mist. To try to hold it at bay. What kind of things is she eating up? Like like uh, bushes? Or is she like scooping up soil into her mouth? Is she like, like she, making a she, trench? She goes for like the rocks, which is the preferred treat. And Mock tried to steer her towards like lichen and moss covered rocks. He knows what he's trying to get. And then, uh, and then, like, then, like, knees her over to Rocks eating, like, cheese growing out of them. Like, yeah, to like, I think a, a, a sh- like, a, like a scoopful, a shovelful of just like shrubbery and bushes, and just down the hatch. <laughs> just like, she looks happy. She's yeah. slamming her tail on the ground as she's bounding forward. He's like, that was a good girl. Feet. You saved Uncle Baird. Uncle, <laughs> it'll be well for years to come, I'm sure. Eat hearty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and she is, and sure enough, as you do this, not quite as much as the shatter spike and whatever Taita's doing, but yeah. the uh, the fog, and, and you hear the groan of the trees again, like like the sound, I mean, there's a lot of noise of trees collapsing and stuff now, but you can hear the, the that bending of trees in high wind where you can hear, you know, uh, uh, it's not called filaments, it'd be called uh, like the ligaments, the fibers yeah. of, of inside the tree, like snapping just all throughout the forest. That's Ooh. right. And he, say, he yells out to the forest, he's like, her hunger is boundless and she'll not end until our breath is gone. <laughs> no idea. Who's out there? He's now, are you? Uh, so, so she's doing that towards the vampiric. Mist. Yeah, are he's you like, closing he's, the gap. He's not it? closing the gap, but he's trying to create a, pre- pre- a perimeter. He's, he, in his mind, he's like dig a trench. Like this is defensive terminology enacted through the education of what Dressen's offered us. Uh-huh. Got it. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, and he'll he'll switch over to he'll switch over to his head shaver to get a little more range too on anything that's closing the gap. All right. That's his turn? Yep. Oil vein. Uh, let's see. Oil vein, uh, he gets down on his one knee, points his staff of power. Uh, in general, at the forest, but also in the direction of the vampiric mist. Uh, and he casts fireball. <laughs> uh, at the vampiric mist. And all the trees. Right? And the trees. Right, what does this look like? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he, uh, he does his typical, like, uh, take a knee, fire his howitzer kind of attack, and then you just see this large uh, ball of fire 
summoned in front of him in a second. Place. I feel like it doesn't really move fast. It just kind of has this ominous slow. I, I like that. It's like a big sort of slow artillery lob of uh, fire, which is actually very, very fast. It's just when a big thing moves, it looks slow. Uh, so it's, uh, it's got to be the dexterity 15. Dexterity 15. I'll roll for the uh, roll for the vampiric mist. That's almost definitely not going to be. Yeah, I got an eight. Oh, wait. I always forget. I got to look at their saves row. I wish it listed all six saves instead of just the ones that have a modification to the ability score. I, I have to look in two places every time. Anyway, uh, yeah, it uh, it does it fails. Fails. All right. Uh, so it takes six fire damage. Oh, you're getting the ball. You know it's oh one of the spellcasters casting a spell, and you have to go to the bowl. Turn side. the ball over. Let's see here. One of my players. What dice size is he? I got one. Oh, I've heard. Okay. Oh. Just like, oops. 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 You got it? I'll get the other half one. Jalapeno. I'll see how I go play. Use one of the twos. Let's go. Nice. Wow, that's a good. That's a good roll. Let's have the other half. Eric, roar and dance. Six. That's 16. Plus 12. Give me a roar and dance. That's 26. 28. 34 damage. 34. That will. Obliterate oh the God. vampiric mist. Oh my! Ooh. Obliterate! Oh. Also, oh! Just for you get to keep a fireball is oh, about yeah. fifty squares Holy of shit. Uh, of of <laughs> as far as other trees that would get hit. I'm sorry, right. fifty squares. It's a twenty foot radius, so square footage and all that stuff. Yeah, it's fifty squares. Uh, but in this world, there are no circles. There are only squares. Right. Well, right. I, I, I wow. found the area of the circle and then divided by twenty-five. So uh, that'll be it'd be forty times forty times three point one four, and then divided by twenty-five. If there were circles. In this if world. there were circles. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Uh, yeah. So the fire, uh, the fireball. Uh, Lobs down right on that 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 thicker area of mist with the red uh, vampiric veins moving throughout it, and as the fireball hits it, uh, and then boils the, all the blood. The trees burst into flame, not burst into flames, but the trees just catch, the catch fire uh, from the fireball Thanks. as flames lick up along the lick up along the trunks and the shrubbery is also on fire. You can hear the uh, you can hear the sizzling sound as the pouring rain uh, as the pouring rain hits this fire here as they uh, they react to form steam and smoke and uh, steam and smoke and heat and Mist, actually. <laughs> and the area beyond where the giant was is full of fire as well, because we hit oh, him with yeah. two fireballs earlier. That's right, that's right. So there is also fire uh, fire behind him. Harder to see over here. You guys can tell it's there because the thick the fog, like you, it has that, that orange glow and it's raining, of fire. Apparently. So yeah. that <laughs> dampens uh, it a bit. That's gonna... And, and, uh, yes, that's it. 
You burned off the mist. And that's nothing. That's how that's how you get rid of mist is you burn it off. That's uh, uh, fear saving throw. Were you were you did you fail it before? Uh, no, I no okay. I didn't. I was I was affrighted. Oh yeah, you and didn't I'm still affrighted. I specifically didn't go close to the banshee. Yeah. Uh right. Yes. Uh that was oil vein and Baron. Did you succeed? Baron, oh. at the start of his turn, receives some healing, as I understand it. Woo. Yes, as you are, you have been much. laid down by Betsy at the feet oh, of, uh, uh, of a shrieking bitch of the hag of the healing spirit oh, hag. Get yeah. your rolls, and I'll finish description. So Baron wakes up. Uh, uh, wakes up from unconscious. His face is wet with rain as the raindrops are uh, pouring on him. He is pale and shaking with cold from the fog. Um, his muscles and joints are aching, bruised, broken, bits of his armor is chipped and dented. Uh, uh, but breathing again. Well, I guess he was always breathing. Yes, but you know. Alive. Continuing to breathe. In a more intentional way. (laughs) Uh, Baron... Your vision is swimming and you're seeing double. Uh, and also hearing cackling of witches. Yeah. He gets to his feet. He's alert. This uh, episode have arrived! <laughs> uh, what do we think of as far as shields go? If you have a shield and it's on your arm, do you drop it when you get dropped unconscious? Technically, you drop whatever you're holding when you go unconscious. Is it, uh, is it strapped to your arm? I mean, I think it's a strap shield, like, you know, like, like this and then that. He, then, he didn't, then he didn't drop it. Okay, good enough. Sweet. I think. Yeah. It got, it got dragged with him. Sure. Yeah, let's go. I mean, it was all in Betsy's. It's strapped. Entirely. It's strapped to it. It just means yeah. from now it's on you can't shield. drop it easily. We know from Belgrade, it's really hard to drop a shield on purpose. <laughs> Casually. When <Yeah>. it's... <laughs> um, he says, Where are we at? Huh? What's going on? <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> Where am I? You, the what? giant dropped you. Um... Right. The the forest is hunting us. We need to kill the forest. <laughs> kill the forest. Cool. I'm chopping trees. She says as she winds uh, up her lumber jacket. Uh, it's okay. Uh. All right. Does oil veins? Baron looks around. Uh, kill, kill the is, is is burning the trees seem to having an effect, or do we have to chop them? But, uh, you don't uh, have to do oh, anything. I guess I didn't specifically describe it for that one. Yes. <laughs> no. As uh, as as the vampiric mist is obliterated and the and and the tree is the trees go up in flames. You are seeing more. You're hearing more of that groaning through the forest. It seems to have uh, had a had an effect. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, he stumbles to his feet and says, "Moradin, grant me a flame." From your ever-burning forge, as he uh, points out with his finger, as he gestures with his shield, the symbol of Morden, as he uh, speaks at a swath, as he casts Wall of Fire. So it can be up to sixty feet long, which is twelve squares. That's really long. So he he sees these guys over here, and so he tries to paint it so they're on one side, but like right in front of them. 
and along. I don't know. Or like with them in the wall? Uh, yeah, basically like them right on it. Because it's basically right in the wall and 10 feet on one side of the wall, they take a whole bunch of fire damage. I need more fire things. More. All right, we'll print some more. more or we'll fire. print some at all. Here, I can use these as a starter. Yeah, so let's yeah, use those. I'll, I'll move go them. like. Wow, a lot of fire One. Today. Go like I don't know. This group seems two. to like. Let's we like to make a line. Yeah, yeah, lines are good. Unfortunately, that's the hardest thing to print. Who doesn't like lines? So one, two, yeah. three, yeah. four, five, really. five six, seven. Fire. We just, we just let's get some candles in here. Yeah. Oh, LED, little LED candles. Just four, stick them there. Five, Actually, that'd look kind of cool. Yeah. Six. If they were small, though. Eight. Be kind of long. All right. <laughs> Nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Gotcha. Remember, so this is sort of like the kind of, of a yeah, painted gotcha. thing there, like that. So an arc between us and the other banshees. And I assume you're getting like as many trees as you can in yes. the line. Yeah. Maximizing the damage to the forest. So it, and it, it does. Anybody who's in the wall, which is the wall is a foot thick, and then everything on 10, si- 10 feet on one side of the wall yeah. uh, takes a bunch of fire damage. Is there a saving throws? Uh, yes. Dexterity 16? They both fail. The Banshee yeah. and the and the g- 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 ghost. All right. <laughs> that I, is the Banshee. I don't care anymore. <laughs> okay. All right. Help me. I need two more. Dan did this. Okay. I did this by describing this. the very first one and as ghost bike. This is great. <laughs> I thought it would be. Oh, lovely. Uh, not terrible. So and you put one around the corner. Six. Thank you. Okay, 12, 20, Perfect. 30. Thanks. 30 fire damage. Great. And it's concentration, so it stays there and continues to burn. All right. Uh, how much damage did you say? Sorry, I missed 30. 30. That's a lot. That Boy. will uh, kill the Banshee. What? Killer. You get to keep this. You're dead. That's a surprise. Oh, that's it, right? Huh? The source of our fear is gone. Uh, no, you are still frightened for one minute. Mm-hmm. As long as the source is in vision. No, that's not the mechanic. Okay. Yeah. Um, it is, it is, there are certain effects of the frightened uh, thing where a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. While the source of its fear is in line of sight. Um, and you can't willingly move close to the source of its fear. Okay. So you are technically oh, right for right. one minute. Yeah, the source of your fear right. is no longer no, in line of sight. Okay, yes, yes. So, so the my my thought was you still have the frightened condition if yeah. that matters. But since all of the effects of frightened only matter if you can see the thing. Well, look at dead bodies there. I don't know. There, I, I think. I no, think yeah. banshees disappeared. Though. I'm, I'm still scared of banshees. It, I think we, effectively it's gone. Okay. There, there's no. There could be situations in which it would still yeah. be important that you are frightened, right. but in this case, since there isn't, let's not right. bother tracking it. Okay. Banshees are still scared. Well, great. Uh, oh, it's the 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 the, 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 the wraith. Um, it's on the other side of the firewall. Oh, wait. So with that, hang on. With Baron's thing here, as the wall of flame snaking through the forest, you know, catching the banshee and the wraith, and just. It's sort of like a line, like, zigzagging from tree to tree, right? And so, uh, just every significant bit of, of, uh... And any uh, trees that are, like, flora. within ten feet of another tree are also getting burned. Yeah, so sometimes it goes in between two trees and catches them both as flames just Fire shoot up all over the place. 
and now you hear the, that that groaning and breaking of uh, uh, of tree fibers just reaches a crescendo as uh, as the whole forest around you. You can see the trees start to bend inward as if fingers reaching from above, almost forming a canopy above you. The rainfall even reduces a bit as these uh, as these tree trunks just start closing in and uh, and then suddenly off to the north uh, through the fire where the uh, where the, the vampiric mist was, you can see the fog just split like <coughs> rapidly in a line as if someone had shot an arrow and the arrow just cleared the fog just at, at that speed it just opens up. Uh, and you can see sunlight uh, uh, off to the north. Thoughtless. A couple hundred feet, uh, a couple hundred <laughs> feet that way. Maybe a couple hundred, uh, maybe a lot longer than that. But definitely, there's just this pathway formed as you see the fog in all other directions doubles down and starts closing in fast and thick. Bear Joel, quickly. We're being pooped out. <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> groaning sound. However, the the giant is still swinging and the things are still yeah. here. Yeah. Right. So that was Baron. So now Scrim joins in and yelling to Bear Jaw. The Wraith. Bear Jaw, stop it! We're good. Um, a creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time on a turn or ends its Ooh. turn there. Damn. So as far as the oh, fire so it doesn't goes. leave or if it enters, yeah. Oh, if it enters it, not when it when it enters the wall for the first time. Doesn't say when it starts yeah, its turn because there. So. you damage on your turn, yeah, it doesn't yeah. get damaged when it but starts if it, its turn. But if it stays there on its yeah. turn, yeah. it doesn't. So we can it's pass through it and switch. if it's already in the wall. Yeah. Yeah, so you can't double hit again, it just Uh Yeah, this Wraith, uh this wraith is sort of obscured by the fire, and you see it sort of moving around oh. the uh, the fire line along with the fog. It is close now. I mean, it's only like this fog is suddenly rapidly closing in from the side. It feels like the forest is straining to uh, to close the fog back in on you, and this wraith is getting close, oh, maybe only 20 feet step. away. It doesn't seem to have any way to affect you from range. That is the wraith. The vampiric mist is dead, and Drustin is up next. Um, I believe we should all just start running, right? Get Bearjaw out of there. Troops, let's go! Uh, Bearjaw, uh, Bearjaw mm-hmm. yeah. is still in the mist. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, and so, uh, Drewston says, uh, we all have to get out of here as quick as possible to the sun! Um, and he, uh, takes out, uh, his old, uh, notebook that he wrote, his expeditious retreat spell in, and he reads over it. Uh, again, he doesn't normally cast magic this way, but the words lift off the page and adhere and brand into his worn leather boots, and suddenly every step he takes propels him forward as it allows him to dash, and then he'll move, and then he'll dash. So the combat mechanics don't support moving as a group uh, in general. Yeah. Right? There's no way to do it effectively. So I'm going to say that... I say he is in the status of moving out of here as a group. Uh, yeah, so in... Yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking. So if you want to stick together as a group, um, which may come to your mind given yeah. the forest's behavior uh, thus far, 
let's say that essentially you need everyone to sort of ready together to move as a group, and then whoever's last, then you can trigger it going forward. Yeah. So I'll Justin's put myself ready to in move. Status He's ready to move rapidly. Moving. I'll put myself like um, right. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and just move it there? You put your back to the bridge. But you're actually, oh yeah, the bridge. Gather on the bridge. So we'll say that that like yeah. you're, you're not actually splitting up from the no, group. But, um, in the, but you are. We are moving out. Yep. <clears throat> but you're preparing to do so. Uh, okay, bear job. Who's uh, yelling? Yeah, bear yeah. Cow hears the sounds of people saying, "Okay, it's time to go." And she's been hearing the same like forest. It's reaction. our extraction point. Like, yeah. XCOM. XCOM. Time to go to the expansion point. Oh, let's play XCOM. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next time, baby. <laughs> X campaign. Um, so she's gonna disengage uh, as an action, which. I think you can do without yeah. provoking yeah, attack. Yeah, yeah. Disengaging allows you to move out of a threatened area without getting attacked. And it uses your whole action. And she's going to go that way, like, towards where she's hearing people Unless yelling. Not a move Verja has perhaps ever made. No, and and uh, it, it is with uh, some... Can Verja move to the bridge? Some reluctance. With some reluctance, but, you know... Knowing that dying has a greater impact now than it ever has in her life before, she's gonna she's be more willing to more. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that what you're saying? You're saying yeah. Bergerac cares about her own death more or the death of others, and she cares equally about her own death? Well, she, I mean, I mean, if we you can talk to her about it, but... I will. Uh, but yeah, will. it's retreating is not her usual MO. All right, so Bearjaw has uh, stepped out of the fog giant's fog cloud and uh, and is ready to move with the group standing at the ready with the hammer of all souls. As Covered in giant blood. Uh, moving yeah. in. Just fog. And it's her just... own blood. <laughs> it should look actually really The big. hammer is dripping with fog, fog viscera. It's weird. Thick fog. Um, it is giant. giant. Gigante. Oh. Is he... Oh. Is he... She's gone. Where'd she go? Oh. oh. Is he going to listen to our cries to <laughs> to run away? Oh, giant, we gotta go! <laughs> this log is scary. Uh, uh, Chunk, we gotta go! Chunk! Baird! Are you still on the ground or did you get up? Uh, I stood up. You stood up. And I took a step to the side so that people can get to the healing, healing spirit, but I hadn't moved beyond that. Gotcha. So as Baird is standing there having just, you know, called the power of Morden to, uh, uh, to immolate this forest and seeing it burn and the uh, opening open up, Baron can see the, uh, it's almost as if the smoke from the fire joins with the fog and suddenly the giant just steps out from the fire. Yeah. However, he will, is it a saving throw every time or is it automatic damage uh, after the end? double check. Uh, I believe it is. I think it's automatic. If you. Uh, it says it deal, hang on. So when the wall appears, each creature within its area must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, creature takes 5d8 or whatever. On, a, on one side of the wall selected by you, when you cast a spell, deals 5d8 damage to each creature that ends its turn within 10 feet of that side or inside of the wall. A creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time yeah. on a turn it's or it ends its damage there. So okay. it just takes the damage. Roll damage because he is sort of forming yeah. his so form. If, he, if you intentionally move into the wall, you're, that's, oh, that's on you, buddy. 
Yeah, he uh, he just appears there as if from a misty step. So, huh. five. I feel like monsters so rarely get to use these spells. Twelve. If he's 18, within my threat, twenty. Also, like an opportunity. Twenty. He is within your area, so he he didn't move. Right. So I don't know if that triggers different. Oh, enter. Yeah. So he entered it. Yeah. And if you teleport in, that enters. Oh, because you have a special feat that lets you do it. On yeah. Enter. When you when you enter. Yeah. Exactly. If that's appropriate, I'll. Take uh, it's appropriate. I'll go for shot. it. All right. He comes in, menacing Bern, who was snatched from his uh, his his power moments before, and Mox like, no, get away. He just kind of like. Flails wildly with head shaver. Um, for an AC of 23. Uh, that will hit. 16. And he will also add a little something onto it. So he gets to roll a DC. Uh, this is going to be... Sorry. Um, actions. Okay, so have him roll a, uh, a DC 15 strength. That will be... 25? I think he might yeah. be fine with that one. Strength save. Yeah. Uh, that is a... Uh, plus 8 is 14. Oh! He gets pushed 3 squares. 14. Oh. Pushed to the fire. 3 squares. <laughs> and takes himself Damn. on top of that. 11 damage. Slashing. Head shaver. Not as powerful as some weapons in Mox Arsenal, but far more familiar! How much damage? 11. 11. Snick snack it is! As he just harries the uh, the giant, kind of swiping as dwarves do. Low at, at, at tendons, kind of uh, looking to more maim and and and, uh, and disab- disable versus kill. I think how big this thing is, too. It's like. Alright. It's all leg attacks. He's just looking well, for like, that, that, that nerve. Uh, the wall of fire specifies <laughs> it only deals damage the first time yeah, I enter yeah, it. It's just once per. So is. Well, if you leave it and come back, that's or their or first ends time. its turn. So yeah. it's or. So it could be both. But well, it's 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 once per turn the way they've yeah yeah they want it to be once yeah. per turn. Um, yeah, you could do cool. some crazy stuff. With, but later. Uh, yeah, give it yeah. to me in a sec. So he gets uh, this huge giant <laughs> gets uh, uh, gets you know sort of. Tossed Harry backwards. I like uh, the idea you're like cutting its legs, and it actually makes it kind of stumble backwards the way you're cutting it. It has, it has. As it stumbles backwards, with one with Mock's last strike, it just severs like at the would-be ankles, and you see the entire fog giant as he takes a step nice. back. It's just the the, the stubs of the legs down. step back, and he just drops by a half uh, foot, uh, and then he just steps back forward no. on those stubs, which just form into new uh, into new. You see Bearjaw from the feet. from the from the fucking bridge going. Yeah! Kill the giant. Yeah, do it. Well, and dwarves do not love giants. Then so. the swords yeah, come so down. So much in common. Uh, if he's attacking Baron, Baron on Baron. says, Moradin aid me as Help! a flash of divine light. No! Uh, it, by a creature that can be blinded. Can it be blinded? Uh, it specifies when you're attacked by a creature that can be blinded. Because it's, it's right. light. It is divine light. He's a light cleric. Uh, no, it can't. Well, right, because then. the senses of, of of all of these creatures is the sense of yep. the forest. Yeah. Great. So um, I do that. Uses that action. We are all but 
That's reaction, but he doesn't get the disadvantage. It's also how I can see through the fog. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 It's tough. That's good. Uh, that's never come up before. Oh, well, no. It uh, occurred to me. Don't fight. Is sentence this two attacks. This is the first I mean, great sword first. attack, and this is. Before it was more like skilled attacks. This one comes in with just a down strike at Baron. That will be a 16. That's a miss. Wait, 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 wait. How does the giant miss Baron here? Does he roll? Uh, Baron uh, dodges to the side and the sword scrapes down the front of his shield and goes thickly into the earth next to him. Get him! And that's oh a 16 again. So wow. it goes for the backswing, and he just rolls over rolls the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and these are coming down with the with the with the force Fury. of a uh, with a the force of a giant of a war horse as uh, as it just goes slams down, pulls over. I mean, this giant is attacking with. Uh, with rage and fury. You're like, that's how this you is, do it, man! This is not the, this is not the careful striking of uh, someone squaring up with an opponent. This I is, can't believe you rolled two. This is oh, that was, does he end his attack in stupid. the fire? Or does it turn into fire? Yeah. We're, we sort of switching from doing... Uh, he stepped back so into it. He could continue to step out, I mean. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you can move, whatever movement you have, you yeah. can use it any time. He, he doesn't stay in the fire. He yeah. just had to be in the fire to get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I, he's, I'm he's with the sure. group. He's engaged with the group he's to use some... He's doing what he means to do. Edge of the Empire. Yes. That's how it works. You're engaged. I really like that range system. Short, medium, long, engaged. Yeah. yeah. Short, medium, long, engaged. Yeah, that was... That was a... It worked really well. We're kind of doing it here, and it kind of works That's well. Theater of the Mind uses uh, actually the same principle. Yeah, yep. yeah. And we've done totem, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Banshee would be next. Scrimcorn, you're up. Please, can I have one of the so goods? Yes. Can I have one as well? Thank you. Real quick, I just want to do a call. Yeah, is starting to begin preparing drinks from the... Regina, you sent like some Bacardi Limon, which we're combining with your Italian soda and a little bit of lime, and it is really good. I don't know how much we have, but I'll make a round. I'll make all of those with what we have, and then we'll there's some there. other. Uh, there's yeah. some other like lemony liquors. It's not Bacardi. Uh, I'll, I'll take a look at I'm more of a whiskey guy than a rum guy, but this Roydan's rum is real whiskey like. <laughs> <laughs> it is a smoky rum. All right. Okay. So now Streamcoin's turn. Uh, seeing that, um, seeing that his spell kind of slipped through his fingers, and the vision of the witch's scrim. Solemnly walks into the flames and kills himself. Um, oh, <laughs> it really got everyone's attention. Um, the grime just sits on fire immediately. For like, awesome. I was surprised so no one cheered. Um, uh, Scrim um, says, "We've got to go," and um, and and like gets ready to gets ready to uh, to ready. That's like the full action, huh? Actually, forget that. I don't have anything else that I would do. So basically, the the, the thought is, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. The the if you're getting ready to like dash out of there, uh, but yeah. as, as like a bonus action, he can move the um. Sorry, uh, the, the spirit, the, the spirit, the healing spirit is on Baron right now. It's sitting on Baron, just in case there. I moved one off. Oh yeah, he moves it onto you. Great, so it you don't pass it. Like, so the start of your turn, you get that. Great. Whether you like it or not. Aurora. Aurora. Okay. Um. 
So what's involved with extracting? Just make sure I'm clear on that. You have to blow your whole turn on extracting activities. Um, it's it, it, we don't have super strict mechanics here. It's so basically the idea is you're doing the action as if you would, as if you're running away. Okay. We're just saying that in a narrative sense, you're not actually splitting up from the group. Okay. Um, to not gain that liability. So if you want everyone to move safely together, everyone's got to sort of do the dash action in a okay. sort of different sort of way. Gotcha. Uh, especially okay. if you are a slower character. Baron's a slower character. You know, we would give some allowance to Bearjaw can do other things and still keep up with the group mostly. Yeah. Uh, and with his Expedious Retreat, Drusen can easily fling spells and move just as fast as the slowest people in the party gotcha. during that. So. Fair. Aurora is going to use a lunging attack against the giant which she can use a superiority dice to extend her range. Mm. Um, and so she's going to do that attack. So it's two attacks in one. And we're going to use my inspiration. Thank you for the reminder, love. And I'm going to borrow d20. That's sure. cool. Okay. Um, should assign, yes. Red and red. And then, okay, so first attack, that's a 20. I don't get inspiration on both. That's true. So you're attacking uh, what? Frost giant. And I do want to point. Uh, oh, oh, you. Twenty never hits. So uh, yeah, twenty will hit. And a crit oh, fail. And uh, huh, oh. no dice. No dice. Um, and she is using her lunging attack for that, so she gets extra range. That will be important in a second. Okay. Um, and so then, okay, damage. So the first one the second one, and then she gets to add a superiority die to the attack. Fibers are so I get to re-roll all of these because of my feet. <laughs> and, much okay, roll. much better. Um, so eight plus... Is it three ones? It, it was, was, it was one, three one ones and twos. twos. <laughs> um, so that's one, 12, 20 damage. 20 damage. Take him out. And that's with Shatter Spike. In case that matters, since he's tree-based. Um, no, it was a different one that I was thinking. Okay, and then, because she hasn't yet moved um, and used her lunging attack instead of moving, she is going to uh, use her move speed to GTFO. Does he have threatening reach? So she's just moving. Yes. Okay, so that, that, will, that will... Oh, action point. Action point, sure. Dash. Because oh, if you action point, you can dash, and then it's not slowing down the group. Yeah. Okay. So I then use my action point, and I GTFO. Action surge. There it is. Roll. Not action point. All right. And Aurora's ready to scratch with the group, with sort of Drewston at the lead. Everybody this road. Okay. Uh, Go towards the light. Mock. And just keeping track, it's Mock, Oilvane, and Baron for the extraction. Uh, I'll come over. Yeah, right there. Is that all we're missing? Uh, yes. Uh, I assume Taita. Oh, yeah, yeah. Joints. Does she wait? Taita would go after What does she say? What does Taita say? Give me some Taita flavor. Uh, burn it to the ground. What's burn them all. What's the Taita says, stay alert. It could still be a trap as she uh, flings another magic missile at the Party fog cool. giant. Gotcha. Um, all goes so terribly wrong. So right now, <laughs> Baron's right there. Mock hasn't... So is the the uh, healing spirit is now on Baron, right? It's currently on Baron. Okay, yeah. Correct. Yep. Um, so Baron, so you could squeeze we, in we for a, a second. Little, we a little bit hand waved 
But uh, it wasn't really a hand wave. So, let's just do, I think we want to use an action to get Baron on Betsy. Do you want to shoot on Betsy? Uh, is there multiple people on there? Yeah, we've done multiple people a number of times. Yeah, yeah. Sure. She can definitely so, support at least I, two. Yeah. Do I have to use my movement to get up there? I was going to use my action to get him up. We, we kind of used it before. It's a, yeah. RPY the DM. If it's your action, that's yeah. fine. Action is an expensive cost. The, so the, typically, DM, the DM can determine whether or not you're in her mouth, as was before, or on her back. <laughs> I'll leave that to Greg. Sure. Um, but it's an action. Uh, you're now with Betsy. And, okay. um, and there it is, mounted. But describe this. How does Mark Yeah, exactly. Mark just reaches down kind of into uh, the, the, the healing, kind of the healing spirit. I I've always imagined there was a little bit of like. Kind of like a catatonic, short-term high when you get this witchy healing. You get in there and you're kind of just like, like psychedelics, like overcoming. Just Ooh. and so like as Baron is like caught up in that, you know, again, body drinking in the witchy, you know, the witchiness, the witchiness. He just reaches into that. And just Baron, your hand. It's time to go, cousin. Come. And Baron, uh, still a bit shell shocked from the. Heavy sword beating he's taken earlier reaches up his hand and just he just, just with his strength just hauls him onto the onto the back just like you know just one one big jump and just kind of like lands lands in the saddle next to him and he just says ah all right Bitsy time to retreat let's get nimble and just uh, books it on out of there yeah. going as far as he can she's pretty fast got a sixty feet move but bringing. These three out. Uh, I'll just. I kind of will just do. Oh, sorry. I'm just gonna use like this and be like, who's on Betsy? We'll just use a mini's area. Ah, that works. We'll just put it on the black right here. Like that's who's on Betsy. And Betsy's the mini. Um, and I think he would try to get as far forward as he could, just getting getting Baron, who's more yeah. at risk, away. If marching order becomes an issue, we can. Yeah, the whole yeah, we can the talk whole time that the bullet with these two are coming forward. Yeah. Bear does just got her hammer like slamming against her shield like yeah. Oh, every- That's the way we do it. <laughs> do we have an uh, opportunity to attack on the way out? Uh, you were close enough uh, to grab Baron, so yes. Okay. It's regular. Yeah. Uh, it'll be on, uh... I mean, I, I would even accept the role. Be on, three uh, of us there. Yeah. Who's he attacking? It's the person who's leaving your threat range? He missed Baron twice. Uh, yeah, one, two, three for Baron Mock Betsy. Baron Mock Betsy? Baron! Yes! Baron Mock Betsy. That would be a 28. Yeah, that's gonna hit. Ouch. Alright, that will hit with a uh, fog giant here. 29 slashing damage. That drops Baron. How does that interact with Baron getting pulled up onto the mount? Well, uh, so... So, Mock. Mock has grabbed Baron's uh, hand and hoisting him up and spurring Betsy, uh, spurring Betsy forward. And then Mock can feel the heavy strike of the greatsword hit uh, Baron in the back, the scale mail, the dragon scale mail, just boom hits him as Skills Baron's fly. As Baron goes limp behind, uh, as Baron goes limp behind Mock. This is now a strength saving throw. 
to to essentially you're no longer helping up someone who's trying to get up on a mountain. You are now carrying dead weight. Yeah, that's right. A lot of it. uh, Unconscious weight. And and to be clear, a dexterity saving throw is a little bit where my gut was because it's about fast reaction. But we do so few strength saving throws, except for every single time mock attacks. Baron Um, weighs 179 pounds. That's not including armor. Oh no. Straight one. Oh! <laughs> that is an eight. Oh no! Well, if it's a wound. the 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 sudden like the sudden shift from uh you know from like stabilizing yeah. to suddenly you need to hold a hundred and seventy something pounds. How much did you 179. say? One hundred seventy nine. Yeah. One hundred seventy nine pounds. That's without, of, armor. That's without his kit. Without yeah. his kit. Uh, that that sudden shift and Mox just like not ready for it as he just slips out of his grip and yeah. thuds to the ground. Oh, I mean, shit. he doesn't move. Bear does like, oh, yeah, this is at, this is like <laughs> as you're as you're about to go forward. You yeah. You, Do I at least land in the healing spirit? <laughs> <laughs> that was on me. So he, he definitely that's the spot he, no, he So he there. definitely brought you out of the healing spirit because he moved you. Yeah. But you stay at the exact space where we left the space because yeah, you, you move out of the, the healing spirit's a very, very narrow spot because it's a five foot square so you're not so I'm, I'm one square over no, yeah essentially you're one square over effectively uh, and Baron on the ground mock like he just yeah. started to spur Betsy she did move yeah, right? yeah, yeah. she moved forward like five feet as as it yeah. slipped out of uh, mock's grip what do you do uh, he, he immediately stops and he looks to oil he says can you get him out hi Baron I can he says, "Drink." Who? Drink. Oh, <laughs> he says, "I was talking uh, about who I was going to pick up." Yeah. <laughs> hey, Baron. I got So it's, this is Mock and Ovid's next. Oh. So he continues. Okay. Like oh, he's, he him. like looks. Oh, yeah, this is oh. I, I, oh. with oil vein, and he's just like, "I'll leave it to you, laddie. I know you can," and leaves. <laughs> sort of leaves, like not splitting up, right? You guys right, are like, right, oh, right. Just like, like, like basically continues with the retreat. Down. There we go. Yeah, yeah. you're. you're oh, my my oh, thought Baron. is like you're basically just like five, ten feet away yeah, from Baron. You look right. back and like he's fallen down, and you see Oil Vein. Like, can you get him? Mark is always trying. He's always yeah. trying to like assess the capabilities of the group, and he's just. You've already saved Baron specifically a number of times, like that 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 and that encounter person. up with the with the sprite. Yeah, I love to call it the sprite because it's so far the from feisty it. sprite. The feisty, the feisty sprite. sprite, and like he just like this is like ingrained, and he just he just like gives you the nod, confident, and leaves the life of his cousin in your hands as he right. heads off. Um. Oil vein breaks Leave. the staff of power over his knee. Is this what you? Yeah, mean? I got him. I got this. I got this. All right. Um, I love how the stakes have shifted here. Wow. Oil vein still got another. He's got some thunder stuff stolen. So. Oh, nice. He's gonna move over to uh, that dwarf. He enters He's the healing spirit. Or? He enters the healing spirit. And yeah, do you feel need healing? Well, only if he chooses to. Oh, yeah. He doesn't. Baron is not on the healing. And I can choose not to heal. Yeah. I mean, it is well, I don't want it. You're not gonna get it. I actually I have taken any damage though. Beef with your brother. Um, okay, so he he sweeps down and he uh, picks up. Uh, he grabs Baron by the breastplate, and then he just kind of. Try, he like he does. He still actively does like a lift up, and then what in the process of lifting, kind of they both poof, bamf into like shadow mist. Kaboom! Uh, and you hear a thunderclap in that direction. So uh, let's see this one. Considering how close that is, that must be. Is a weaker one. Uh, all the enemies within uh, ten feet 
of where I left, take 3d10 okay. damage. Roll it. So, um... You're about 10 feet from the fog giant. Okay. Is there a saving throw? Uh, it's a constitution 15. Did I not say that? Oh, you did oh, not say that. You, you, it sounded like it was taken. <laughs> I said I was looking at uh, He gets it easily. Uh, that's a 21. Okay, uh, so it takes half of 16, so that's 8 damage. Okay. 8 thunder damage. Got it. And we're both teleported 90 feet in the direction. Probably in that way. Nice. Our friend. Into the spell. So, so is everyone... Go ahead. Is it cooked into the spell you can take people, or is that just uh, yeah, carrying yeah. the person? Yeah. And also teleport... A creature your size or smaller, you're just carrying all their gear, their carrying capacity. Oh, nice. Nice. Cool. So, so it's a willing creature, and I'm assuming that you're willing. Baron's unconscious. He's not unwilling. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he has the whole... He can't give consent, though, <laughs> so no. You signed a form earlier. You signed so. a form. As the group is, uh, as the group is like... Like you said, this is moments, seconds, right? The group is all shifting their weight, turning. Uh, Drustin is like taking a couple steps in front of the group uh, with his Expedious retreat and is sort of ushering everyone over, like to the to the sunlight, and uh, and everyone's getting ready. It's Oil Vein that just grabs Baron by the uh, by the breastplate and uh, and then poof, just appears like considerably ahead of the group 90 feet just like way the hell up there uh, uh, now oil vein with uh, unconscious Bairn uh, sort of leading the way although it's probably um, challenging or perhaps impossible for you to actually drag or carry uh, Bairn but now they're ahead of the group here he still has his good berry too so if he can, can he still do that during his turn Grab I mean Bairn no one has used Bairn's uh, good berry Okay. Yeah, no, that would be an action. Okay. Yeah, so you next, is your, is your thunder thing was your action. That's my action. Yeah, so you can't administer. Um, hey, maybe I'll roll a twenty. Drustin, <laughs> since you are leading, uh, you are leading the way. The, the, the wraith still can't get in, although it's closing yeah, can I, in. Can I do my turn? Oh, of course. Sorry, I didn't mean to skip yours. Yeah, Baron. <laughs> No. That's a two. Not a fail. Not a crit uh, fail. But it is a fail. That is a death saving throw strike. One step closer to death. You are one critical hit away from one death. Point, one yeah. foot in the grave. And, uh, Dresden, uh, so since crazy. you are sort of leading the way uh, for this retreat, you can sort of uh, maybe perhaps build everyone's yeah. movement uh, retreat into, into Yeah, this. he turns and he says, Have you got Cousin Bear? That's ahead of you now. Oh. Way ahead of you. You've got <laughs> so Cousin Baron! So I was describing, he, oh, yeah, he teleported right. 90 no, feet. I, I do like that. Like, yeah. You look back. I mean, no, big Cousin Baron. As Oil Vein from ahead of you says, Yes, I got it! Oi! Everybody, oh! And then he turns and he casts Fog Cloud behind them. Creating a wall of fog. Fog with fog. And what this is is the. The little stone head, dragon head from a Shardalon he puts out, and the heat of it just boils the air into kind oh, of. Oh, well, there's rain. Uh, oh, yeah, boils the rain into hot, steamy fog against Ooh, this cold, nice. sticky fog. Um, and he says, Everyone, go, go, go! And he, he's kind of running fast, but does that to kind of do this behind the group. 
making sure to like clear the fog as they're going, make sure no <laughs> like one's behind them, and kind of dragging the fog cloud with them. Because he's like like ridiculously fast while he's doing his. Well, I mean, coming, right? he, he can dash and move, so he can go sixty feet around. Oh, oh he doesn't like increase that. his move speed. But it he allows him to dash as a bonus action on each round. Gotcha. Yeah. I like that. Um, and as they emerge, his own fog cloud kind of fills in the gap behind them as they head out of mm. this forest. Are you limited to only one dash? That's really good. Um, well, I dash can, as a no, bonus no, no. action, can you dash I can your move, as well? I could dash as an action and bonus action dash. Oh, yeah. wow. And it's just be 75. 25? Yeah, but so because, in a round. because he cast fog cloud. Oh, yeah, right. Right. Um, as... The group, well, how are you dealing with Baron? How's the group dealing with Baron? I mean, you're all moving together. You're catching up. Baron will pick him up and put him on the boulette. Give him if a, someone uh, else doesn't good do berry that as first. well, right? Mm-hmm. Or a heal check, stabilizing. Mm-hmm. I feel like an interest of speed. She's, what does Bear Jaw she's do? more of a good berry type. Bear Jaw's the first she'll to tell sort that of in your face. Yeah. Mush, 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 then pick you up and put you on the boulette. Many of us have woken from unconscious, aspirating on a good berry. We know the taste it's well. A, it's, oh, it's one of those oh, days. It's a disturbingly familiar you sensation. You don't remember to going unconscious. So good berries like taste for like it. being hit. Enjoy Can't it. we slow this roll? <laughs> you wake up and you taste good berries. Hey, what happened? It's organic and unwashed. at some point someone's gonna be like, "Look, next time I drop, just maybe a bandage and just." I was thinking uh, Baron's like, oh, hey, what was it, the giant? Like on the third I hit? My inspiration, so. <laughs> the inspiration has been spent. The inspiration <laughs> shall to move see. to another. That's, that's seven. That's back that's to him. That's back to him. Oh, no. I will take my prize. Claim it. He's All right. to use it. Yep. I'll so use the sand. So I will apply technique. that one hit point. Oh, well, I'm still at one hit Better point, than no hit points. Really been dancing on the margin, these cousins. That was... Okay, so, multiple times. as... That's fun. So, Baron has got this good berry as he chokes awake again. <laughs> the um, second good berry of the day. Yeah. Second good berry No, the first Baron. one was a healing spirit. Oh, yeah. It was a blood. Oh, that's right. That's right. No, but it was, was the second good berry of the day. No, no, no. I, I was Oh, that was Drew. So it is the second good berry of the day, but you're right. Not, not his. his. <laughs> not Baron's um, second good berry. You don't eat two good berries in a day. That no. is a bad day. Give me the wrong Yeah, yeah. I mean, one is enough <laughs> hey, nourishment for the whole day. You don't want to eat one good berry. Oh, you just feel so full meal. and, like, bogged down. Uh, and so here's what is happening as you are all making a mad dash for the sunlight that is getting closer and closer. The. The, the, the fog sort of corridor that's open here, it, it sort of moves in and out. It is not, like, completely inviting. And uh, I want everyone to roll a dexterity saving throw. Against something I can see? Yes. Yay! What's the difficulty? Man, it's not my day for the roll. Yeah, what's uh, the difficulty? It's a, it's a DC 10. Oh, thank ah, God. I got a 10! I got really? I got a 10! Yeah! I succeed. <laughs> Bring it up the curve for the strong death only while you're raging. That's a critical, no, it's just a critical success. That's just why half. It's just a bridge. I'm above average on my attack. Rate. I got 20. Up, 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 up. While not blinded, oh, definitely. You're right. You're totally right. Scrim blew it out of the water all the time. 22. <laughs> and I still everyone passed. So as you are Woo. running, 
um, little bits of the fog, like, reach out. Like, one materializes in sort of a humanoid form as a hand reaches out. But each of you, uh, having become familiar with this forest's way of sort of materializing its fog and natural energies here into threats, you see them coming. You see a shift in the way that the fog sort of moves and compresses, that you know what it means. Get on the other side of the corridor, avoid these shots, and then uh, it's it's two, three hundred yards uh, uh, of a mad dash out. That's a long sprint. Um, yeah. As you are, uh, as you're heading out here, and you see the sunlight get closer and closer, and then finally you break the threshold onto grassland. Uh, as the forest line behind you, uh, as you, as each of you just eject from this uh, from this forest and look back, you see that the corridor has just closed in with thick fog, and even from outside the tree line, the fog just like comes up right to where those first uh, tree trunks are. Like you cannot see a foot into this forest, and the forest line also just stops on like a hard edge going around uh, uh, around this area, is and there, it is... Is there anything like uh, untowards about the edge of that forest that seem like corroded or does it just seem like a natural forest? Like a natural forest. A li- uh, it, it's a sort of abrupt in its where the forest yeah. begins and ends. Yeah. Start other transition. than that, it wouldn't look like anything other than just a strangely thick, foggy forest. Mm. Um, it's a wise predator. It's warm in comparison. Um, a light bright enough to sting your eyes as you uh, suddenly no longer have the, the canopies of this forest to, uh, to mute it. Uh, so long underground and then in the rain and the fog, this is the first time breathing fresh, still uh, still humid air. There is a light sprinkle of rain that is happening outside here. It seems that the thick rain uh, was only happening inside that forest, but as the, uh, as the light sprinkle of rain uh, is here, you look back and see nothing pursuing you outside what time of the of year fog is it? line. That is a good question. All, all around you, you see, uh, you are in, you are in the quite the north end, uh, uh, the north side of this continent, um, and so it is cold-ish. Uh, it is colder all year round up here. You wouldn't call this a sort of a temperate climate up here. Um, and what you see is, uh, you see uh, lots of bits of patches of snow uh, on this grasslands, as most of the snow has. Uh, has melted, giving way to uh, fresh green growth uh, behind. Hmm. Uh, the mountains uh, in the distance, uh, you see at least one sort of mountain plateau in the distance that's still covered in snow, but it, uh, but you can see the sort of fresh growth of a new spring. Oh. I will get a good music for this. Oh. Aurora turns around and just yells, That sucked! That was awesome! That was fascinating! Did you see? No, of course you didn't. Jim says, hold up a moment, and takes out something from one pouch. I'm breathing takes out some heavily. From another couch. Can you bring the spirit, healing spirit to us? And, uh, uh, no, no, not at, uh, not. Wouldn't, it wouldn't last this long. I can't move it that fast. Erja just sits um, down and starts wrapping her shoulder in gauze. I can make so, it walk. I, can't make it I shouldn't have asked you. What were you saying before? Um, and, uh, and he takes out, and he has another set of good berries, and so now either people have two or one if they use them up before, and he says, Feels like one of those days! I'm getting all right good berries, to be off. 
God, it's one too few of these. I think I know now why they call them good bats. So it's sunny, light drizzle, patches of snow. Clearing? Grasslands? It's grasslands. Grasslands. Grasslands, uh, sort of gentle uh, rolling hills uh, around you, except to the south where there is that line of uh, foggy forest. You can just like barely see to the east and west around this forest. I mean, it is a, it is a smallish forest. I mean, by the legend on this, by the legend on this map, that forest is still a good, potentially thirty miles wide, right? So maybe it's not quite that big. But you can, let's say you're you're on the on the east side. You're much closer to the east side of this forest, and kind of around the bend of the forest, you can catch just a little bit of the lake of mists uh, that is uh, that is over Here's the little. Corner in particular, we're at. Shall we move that for a bit, forest bit? And then make a rest. Yes. into like shaking from his encounter with the banshee. <laughs> Aye, that sounds good to me. Right. Just, a, just a bit away from the forest. We should rest soon. Mark says that. <laughs> I'd love the cover of some foliage if I knew it worth trying to kill us. Uh, camping on the grassland, I know, is always a very dangerous endeavor. Sir. Many of the surface dwellers that, uh, oh, other generals that have come to visit Citadel Adbar spoken to us about the dangers of the High Moor and other glasslands. Very exposed like this. Perhaps Scrimbing, if he could find something less murderous in its intent. A boulder, perhaps, where we may rest in its shade. I like rocks. We'll find us some cover for safety, but I'm eager to have the sky above us for as much as time as we can. I'll concede that point. Do we need oh, an hour's rest? And he takes out his brick stone. Perhaps longer. Right now, before we try. He pushes a, the blood off her I would, very swollen lip. I hate the brick stone, but I would take it right now. Ah, young Drustin, wise and resourceful. How did you divine the secrets of the forest in the midst of battle? But it surely saved our bacon on this, uh, our ballpark on this occasion. <laughs> saved our ballpark. Was it you who worked it out? That makes sense. I, I just woke up to Aurora saying, kill the trees. <laughs> I, I simply thought of it. Like one of those old ancient enemies puzzles that Uncle Falderk and I would stumble into and we were entering ancient tombs. He got blasted in the head. Unlock treasures or traps. It was the same kind of thing. Only no giant rolling boulder. Yeah, always had a sharp mind for Falduck's gig. To give it a little bit of a visual to the sort of what we're looking at here, right? Oh, I like you, that. Got, you got the the snow is there, but it's yeah. clearly on Alpine. its way out. And and there are there are patches of uh you know of, of, of little bits of trees uh, that you can see around. It's not it's not bare. So Jason uh, takes his brick stone, hurls it, let's say uh, twenty feet into the air. I like that. It creates a little uh, stone ladder and a little stone door. When we enter, it's an old abandoned larder. She'll, he he she'll just gives her like a really sharp kick in the head, which is like the highest praise. Like you really struggle to get to the armor when you give her the head bash. She barely feels it, but like like a nice like stomp or a swift kick, and like she just knows she's done so well, and she just plows into the ground and is out of sight <laughs> in seconds. <laughs> to do uh, a little a little boulette hibernation. So the breakstone is old abandoned larder, just cobwebs and stuff everywhere. But you've recognized the dwarven build of it as something that would be in Kundrakar. And there we can rest for 
an hour or 24 hours? I forget. I think it's an hour. An hour. And Brickstone is an hour. One hour. Um, 24 hours. Virgil yeah. comes up to the group and is like, if it is alright with you, I would perhaps rather stay outside. It has been a long time since I have seen the grass and the sky and the trees and rocks. Do I feel with? Okay. Let us know what you see. Well, Keep your eyes peeled. Remember we come here, yeah? Mm. Baron she's, is slow. She's, she's, don't she's talk still, about us. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't, oh, so she just doesn't go in. What happened in that mist there? Mm-hmm. We saw glorious the flash. The hammer and I seem to be aligned on the matter of giants. <laughs> I I feel I agree with both of you, but maybe not as strongly as you with each other. Or the hammer. <laughs> yes. Let it be a lesson to the rest of them. Yeah, I appreciate you keeping that giant off us for a, a minute there. Mm. You, you, you're crazy in the ways that we need, Berja. You're taking on these great foes without a he- second hesitation. <laughs> In some ways, I have never felt sane. And she steps out. <clears throat> Aurora climbs into the brickstone and finds a corner and just takes a nap. She just falls asleep pretty quickly. Little Vin, uh, kind of, he still hangs out outside of the brickstone. He still has the spyglass. He's uh, kind of scanning the area. He still ha- he has all of his hit points, so he's good. Um, he kind of peeks into the bricks, bricks down as if, uh, if anybody needs anything, just let me know. I'll scout around. All right. Drishan's just sitting there kind of, uh, <laughs> he's flipping through a book, but he's not reading any of the words. Because he took, I mean, he threw the psychic damage, went down from 59 to zero. So he's just like having some self-care, meditative time as he flips through his history books, just kind of looking over his favorite pages and just recovering himself and slowly his shaking dispels (laughs) as he uses all of his hit dice for the first time. Psychic damage, psychic damage. And then he goes pee. Out of the brickstone. Six is we through the brickstone door. Here's steps aside. Grim, uh... Little penis, the spike. Chats with... Uh, do you have something? Uh, yeah, I'll do the Uh Taita just uh, sits down and uh, against one wall of the brickstone. She says, It seems that I have taken a bit of damage from, uh, uh, from this latest excitement. I will attempt to repair it, and then you see her just kind of like lower her head and then just go completely motionless. Mox says, let me know if you need a pair of hands. And she does not respond. She's not, that's... Well, she doesn't respond for like, it's it's like four minutes later, and she says, very kind to offer, I will let you know. <laughs> um, Code is compiling. I feel like there's, uh, I know that Mock is, uh, Meticulous with maintaining his gear, just as he is with his work and his, his his crafting tools. So I'm sure that after a fight like this, there's like cleaning head shaver and there's you know uh, what's it called priming the priming the blade and stuff. And uh, there's definitely him and Scram I'm sure have have uh, had some time because I think compared to 
Uh, well, I think there's a little bit of similarity with Dresden, but he does a lot more stuff in private in the tent. But Scrim, like, cool. takes out his pouches and, like, has to, like, go through his stuff and is, like, making sure his molds and his You're gardening while he is, like, polishing. Yeah, and he's, like, taking out and he's, like, making sure he still has enough of, like, materials. And if he doesn't, he'll, like, focus on that and, like, he can use magic to grow up. But he has to make sure his supplies... If he ever runs out of a, of a vegetable, of a plant material component to zero, then it's a huge pain. So he sure. has to, like... Keep it all up like that. It's like a sourdough starter. Yeah, he ba- he has a whole bunch of different mother doughs. Yeah, he has starter. a bunch of mother doughs. Never um, eat his and uh, and I would say that definitely at least one of them maybe he's mentioned like have, he's had since he was since he was a wee lad and was like given to him by the witches kind of thing like that. So wow. it's so this stuff is like dough. legacy. So it's very you know very important. Legacy. So there's a lot of care that goes into that. And so while he's doing that, he'll just kind of um, mention uh, he'll just just conversate. Uh, and, uh, says, <clears throat> I tried to call down <clears throat> another blast of, blast of lightning on that undead abomination. <clears throat> I couldn't, I couldn't focus. I'm worried when the septicemia come. My reliance on the witches could be a liability. So I, uh, I appreciate you bringing this forward for I've been trying to spare a, a moment to think on it these last days, but it seems like we've been from disaster to calamity to worse, he says. But now that we're here, we spoke earlier of choosing our battle, picking picking the point of conflict. Have you, have you any word? How will they descend on us? I feel like, I feel that You'll be the one uh, leading this battle to come, and I'll be taking orders from you. I, uh, what are they? What is their nature? Are they are they mortal? I don't know. I don't know much about their anatomy or or really their weaknesses, but they'll definitely use. The powers of the land against us, and <clears throat> through potent magics. Are there nice stories of of any who were able to walk free from them through either strength of arms or negotiation? Uh, and does a little, little twinkle in his eye on that front. On that front. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, does Scrim know of any stories of the Septicemia aside from his one? He basically, he knew that who they were before they showed up that time, so what, if anything, did he know what of them? What does Scrim know of Sexenia? Yeah. Scrim... He saw them in action once, but... Scrim saw them in action once, and it was... It was a... Handling. Uh, it was a... It was a short interaction that he, uh, that he had with them because they didn't take long to get the job done. Uh, he knows that they are servants of the witches. Um, he doesn't know how like himself they are, um, but he does know that they are deadly um, and that they are intelligence, and that they will uh, they will use they will use their uh, you know their intelligence against you. And not in my voice to clarify, how many were there in Scrim's memory? Oh, uh, uh, in that time, uh, there were, uh, at the time when the village was destroyed, 
Uh, that was three of them. And what what did they look like? They were because um, I forget the description. He know and and the, the last we thing I'll say is them, right? he the last thing I'll say is that he knows them as uh, he he had heard he knew the what the septicemia were before he had ever seen them in action. Um, while he is, as he has explained many times before, he is, the, he is a tracker for the witches. He tracks down, he finds... Um, he paints the target. Uh, the Septicemia have always been, you know, what the Scrimcorn knows is one of the, the, the witch, one of the witches' most powerful um, groups of servants, which is they are the... Uh, enforcers would be the wrong word. I mean, and they are the... They're the... The cleaner. Deep mascar... Death Squad. They are they are the Death Squad. They are the uh, you know Scrimcorn will carry out such duties himself sometimes, but when a uh, when a larger force is called for, the Septicemia are sent in. He's not one to wink at burying a baby in the snow. Mock says a lot like paladins uh, in 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 that way, right? They are mm. they they wield force. Scrim for their a cleric. They're paladins. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a way of thinking. And, of it. and the clerics, man. Paladins. Do you, do, you want, do you want to roll? <laughs> too much. <laughs> too much. Do you want to play that communication to us, or just do you want? To um, no, I'll just I'll, I'll just pass on, and you know, with with and because let me rephrase this. He relays that information, and he's very open about it because it is very much like we're at the point we we're at the point that we talked about, which was eventually we need to talk about tactics and like how we're actually going to do it. And so Scrim relays this and passes on that is just going to mock us. Mock. Mock, uh, push the piece of paper over to him. And he says, I had a wee moment to draw this up while on the lift. But I just don't know if it's worth it. You said that the Septicemia fight with the strength of the land, with nature itself. I thought perhaps something entirely artificial may work in our favor. And what you see is an enormous structure of, like, K-braces, very kind of like sparsely populated, but like rising up, and then you look to the side, you see the legend, and it's basically the structure that would consume all the rest of the paints that we had, but create an entirely raised platform surrounded by air away from everything. And he says, if we spent everything left that we had from these paints, which have gotten us out of a scrapper three, Perhaps we could separate ourselves enough from the land to gain an advantage, but I simply don't know if it's worth it. Is the idea sound at the very least? Would that do anything? My best suggestion would be to get us away from all bits of nature, the idea of which is absurd, as we're always surrounded by it, but I couldn't think of anything better than something like this. I don't know, like a city. But then even the some cities. Says Aurora, piping up from the corner. An abandoned city, then, or like a gladiatorial arena. Oh, we're out on the edge of civilization. That was going to be on something. This is this would be truly an arena built specifically for this fight, for the best uh, made with the best knowledge that we have of of what is in our favor. The city also came to my mind, Baron, but I wonder who else may perish. If, if we were to have the fight there. I wasn't suggesting as a course of action, just places where there's no nature about. Could you, uh, could you, uh, 
Well, well, actually, the, the damn lift would have been a pretty good spot. Ha! I think you have a grand idea. That enchantment on it. Cousin But, huh? If we could find an abandoned city as well, that would give us Necropolis. more advantage. Could you? Oh, ruins! Oh, ruins! <laughs> could you not ask Moradin, uh, knowing that this is coming up, where <laughs> our best arena would be? Mock Sky Palace? Or something nearby? Be- better not use those paints. They're. I've not heard of them. They're liked before and they have been. So valuable to us. And if we could build on something already there as well. If the city or ruins are not available, I do think the paints would be better than nothing. Right. We'd have to hope for a city. But as far as during the fight, I'll try to think of ways that I could, that I personally can contribute without relying on, on my magics. As I fear, they would be even more difficult to control than this last time. Can't you pledge yourself to someone else if you know that you're going to be fighting against the witches? Can't you find another master? He says, I wouldn't serve... I wouldn't serve a god that would take my allegiance and give me power so quickly. I was uh, away for a moment... Going pee. Was there anything that came up that needed clarification? Creating an artificial environment to fight the septicemia using the rest of the paints. An enormous instruction. Dump the rest of them. That would like basically a raised platform. We're talking about options that may give us away from nature. And he turns to Drusen and he says, Drusen, perhaps a little bit of your ingenuity. We could design even some traps in this structure. Some some, uh, obstacles that may either slow them down or simply destroy the platform in timing that suits us. Would you take a look at my plans with me? Of course, cousin. The... Sorry, I don't know what my thought was. I don't know. Oh, uh, one thing, my one thought was we could get this off the table yeah, in a moment. I, I have a metagame update. And then Drusen had suggested to Baron to pray to Morden to see what a good nearby arena would be for facing like a natural ruins. We're like, yeah, like, yeah, ruins. We're urban, but not urban. populated. Like, we're thinking about. Yeah. Uh, Baron is in the, uh, the brickstone. He's taken his armor off and uh, is assessing the damage and also the wounds upon him. And uh, for anyone who's also interested, he. Spends a good ten minutes uh, doing uh, a prayer of healing uh, as he recites Corbin runes and whatnot. So uh, it's everybody else has topped off. I blow uh, blew all my hit dice and uh, needed some more. And to clarify, just Scrim does not dismiss the idea of, of pledging to um, another another power, but immediately he he does he does pause and he, and he considers it. But he says this is. <clears throat> Such a short-term problem. It's kind of, kind of uh, well, that's that's a, pretty he, a long he one. Says, that's a longer conversation. Goes over there, Eric. Uh, yeah. Or Kelsey. Sam, says there's, there's, there's clearly over. more. There's more to to 
that than what this would call for. Uh, that's all runes. I want to give uh, just want to give a quick uh, uh, uh-huh. meta game update, which is Finn's ETA is now 3 p.m. Ah. instead of 2. So uh-huh. if people are sort of dying of hunger. Um, I'd be up for some lunch. But uh, overall, I like the idea of just doing one break at that time, yeah. but it did get pushed back. So I, mean, I can push till 3, but... Alright, let's check let's check in at three then. Uh, but hang on, I don't wanna I don't wanna leave this scene. Uh just wanted to give that update since we're at two. Um the uh 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 Okay, so you guys are just kinda of discussing plans. Uh where had you I, I was trying to think of this last night and I couldn't remember the specifics, so let's just decide and not worry too much about what actually did happen. Where'd you leave it with the hands of ale? We said we'd find, meet, meet them in three meet days. Near lake of Mist. Near lake of Mist. So you did give a, like a specific ETA. They gave like when will you be there? We we said pick a point to meet. Oh, okay, sorry. I don't know what we messaged back for them. We said let's meet. We said let's meet we by- could be by the lake of Mist in two days, and they said we could be there in three. That's right. Okay, that's what it was. Um, Okay, what did you tell him about the septicemia? Don't know what we did. Um, we were doing these versus sending. We did didn't have, have a lot of words. Did, 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 did you give them any reason for them to uh, break from their uh, godly ordained uh, plans? We wanted, to get a, we wanted to get a hold of Ted and how he could get a hold of right. Dave's did, department. Did you give them any reason to break from their godly charge of what they're doing to go meet up with a couple of people? I think it was in that related to Ted. I think we, I think we, we basically. It was, no. it was Ted related, not septicemia related, no. as I remember. We didn't give them reason. They seemed perfectly happy to meet us here. That yeah. One, the, that's why it never came up. Yeah, uh, understood. If they so, said something, it if, if there was like a if we need a good reason, we would have talked about it more, but that didn't happen. Greg, um, a few sessions ago, Ty Ted said where that town is that the person was doing the teleportation yeah. research. That was pretty far away from us or something, right? Not like right near the. I don't think she spoke about it specifically yet. You should talk to her about it in character. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I'll bring that up. She did speak about it specifically. Well, she said that uh, the person then, was on the other side of Thay. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, it's a little different than that. Then just bring yeah, it up. Yeah, we'll bring it up. Bring, bring it up the topic again, and it should be a discussion. Um, and so there's that, and there is okay. Um. Okay, so we'll jump to that in a moment. Also, can you, can you recommend to us whether or not a, another hour would be like a good amount of time to spend based on what you think, or is it not determinative? An hour of what? Like we're talking about breaking out for lunch or waiting for three. Like we're, we're kind huh? of having that conversation about when to take that lunch. We said three. That but was... We are agreed. Perfect. Great. Agree with that. Yeah, well, that, yeah. That's what I said, and no one objected. So perfect. Worked we're, for me. Hour for three. Great. Okay. Great. Great. A uh, little flavor here. You better only have one significant break. And we will have to break when Finn gets here. Baron is doing a little prayer of healing for yep. anybody who needs it. You get a total of eight hit points. Uh, hail day, sons. Ha- hail day. Hail sons of day. Hail night and the daughters of night. Gaze on us with loving eyes. Award us victory, we who wait. Hail Moradin. Hail true silver. Hail earth who gives it to all. Wisdom and good speech give to us. And healing hands while we live. As he does this for ten minutes. Awesome. And as you say hail, Marcos, hail. Even though he's in other conversations or whatever. <laughs> this is hail. Like, oh, hail. 
Hail, like, aside. Trusor is a bit of a lapsed Morden worshipper, but since hanging out with Baron, he has started to believe in the power yes. of Morden again. Regain the fervor. Morden's powers directly saved Seems his life some multiple times. Direct actions and effects. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll guess that's okay, more. Okay, okay. Oh, are we... If, if right. you if you want to do so, there oh, see two titans timing. forward. This is good timing. Actually. Oh, that was that was it. Um, you have your titan forward. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um. Bear job. Uh, she's she's uh she's healing herself and and you know has tied up her um her bandages on her her like bleeding left half. Uh, it's not fully there. Um, and she finds a rock. Large. You know, bouldery type rock, not not like massive, but uh, she takes one of her like sharp gouging implements and she, in dwarven, writes in it, um, "Very bad forest, <laughs> do not enter." In dwarven, because that's the only language Beautiful. she knows, and she sticks that rock like really close to the mist, but not too close. <laughs> that's such a good idea. She's like, you know, just kind of puts that there. Is anyone with you when you do this? No, she's just by herself, unless someone else is like. Does Scrimcoin follow her? Scrimcoin's been in the. He's been in there. Yeah. Uh, Oil Gate went outside. Uh, oh, oh, outside. So you might you might see right. her like working. I was, on this. I was curious if yeah. Scrimcoin was. He's there. watching you with his spy glass. From far. And then she turns away and she goes, "Does this look good?" <laughs> he gives you the thumbs up. And then she turns to the mountains, which are you know this kind of like rolling distant hillside, where she's pretty sure she can get an echo, and she just goes. And she just is like, yes, I did it. I defeated it. And you actually hear that inside the brickstone around the same time as the hail prayer is going on. It's like at the end, it's like, yeah. You can get that DA healing if you want to. Oh, yeah. Please. Please, yes. Mechanically. Please, yes. (laughs) It's up to six people. Okay, that's a two, but okay. And I got it. Two is better than zero. Uh, Tristan is two things. Um, at one point, he climbs out of the brick stone, still pretty shaky, maybe after the hearing, uh, the healing prayer, and he comes over to Berja. Oh, she's outside? Yeah. And he- uh, look at this rock I did. her carving, and he goes, oh, yeah, you forgot to- oh, what uh, Why, do not need more exclamation <laughs> points? There's a silent E after the- uh, Never mind. Why would you uh, put the E there if it is silent? That's what I talk about with my students all the time. Uh, and then he says, Virgil, uh, I will draw a picture. I know you usually like a, a trophy or two from your battles. It is a shame I was not able to. So I snuffed this for you. Mm-hmm. And he takes out a bit of wispy cloak. Looks like white rags, except the ends just trail off in a mist. <laughs> and it's the banshee's what? robe that yes. she used oh. and she had taken off. And he says, mm. oh, I'll think you should have this. I think I should. <laughs> it's like <laughs> she, she puts her massive hand yeah. on his shoulder. She says, the This is a good yes. gift. I thank you. Oh, thank you. And, uh,. She, like, shows the tattoo they both got. Mmm. We should add to it. Maybe some trees. How Let do you draw mist? Let me know. And uh, he goes back in and climbs up. Then he goes over to Taita. And he takes out his own map of the land that they've traveled over. And he says, Taita, we had spoken before when we were looking at um, that one guy's spellbook. 
Lord, uh, timey wimey. Uh, Zolmar's spellbook. Such a. And you had mentioned uh, a, a scholar, a sage who had done some research on uh, the teleportation spells. You'd said he'd lived somewhere on the surface. You'd spoken with him ethereally. Uh, remind me of where his abode had been. Yes. Uh, and uh, Juicin has maps yeah. right, of the area. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I assume he's got them all spread yeah, out lot, now as he asks this. A lot of blank spaces on it, but yeah. enough kind of landmarks. And she says, uh, yes, it's remarkably nearby here, in fact. Uh, it is... Ugh. It says, she... Is it she? Who? What she said. It goes she. Regarding? The Where are we person, the wizard. Uh, the wizard's tower. The wizard's oh, I think it was a she. She uh, engaged in all of her research... Uh, in a secluded village where she could uh, where she could engage in in her research without bother she uh, talked much about it being the most ideal situation for a wizard engaging in such sensitive uh, uh, sensitive experimentation it was um, up in the sunrise mountains as the cartographers call it uh, uh, near the high country that's right over here. All right. That's a couple days' journey, though. Okay. And uh, how long do we have before the septicemia attack? But like six days? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Part of that. Dan's been tracking that, and we I've been relying know. on him tracking it. Because I lost track. <laughs> we had eight days originally. Eight days before the elevator. Eight days before the elevator? That was when you arrived at the base days. of the elevator? Yeah, I thought elevator was two days on the elevator. Oh, then yeah. maybe it is closer. Like <laughs> yeah. oh. We've got like five and a half days. Maybe I should get inspiration. So if it's exactly ten days. Yeah. Um, right, we said eight days. No. We, oh, no. ten days? It's just, they said a week. Oh, which is yeah. ten days. Oh, in ten days. Faerun, and or they call it a ten day. Uh, so if that was an exact uh, estimate and not just, you know, in a week or so, uh, then... That would give you, uh, so it was, you had eight days to go at the uh, base of the elevator. It was one night up. So, yeah, you're after looking tonight, at, after tonight, days. it's six days. All right. Yeah, if I remember the timing right, we were going to be able to get to the surface, and then we could meet at the hands of AO, and then sometime, Baron asked me we would meet up with the Septicemia, and then sometime after that, we would meet up with Ground Bar. Yeah, because Grumbar said he was, it would take a little longer. He was like 15 days away. Uh, My friends and family, um, where we meet the Subtosemia for battle, will be one thing. After that, should we have Grumbar and uh, Essen meet us at this village where Titan told us about this? For if we can get magic to move us across the land quickly. Well, wherever we're. We're going to get some information from Ted, oh, presumably, right. about Deja and the Pool of Souls and what our next move is. Oh, we should probably contact yes, the right. Hands of Ao yeah. as soon as possible to let them know where we are so we can meet up. It's a I... big area. Do you have any uh, landmarks or something around we can use? I've never traveled in this land before. 
Only what I know from texts and such and this area is far out of my reach. Perhaps they know. Y- you know where you are. Okay. You know which way is north? We know, like, which side of the lake we're on? We're on the north side. All right. And uh, uh, east like of the all, forest? All of you know which way north is. Yeah, be great. Like, there's a sun. Maybe we can find. I've learned to know where north They'll is. know a good rendezvous, but I agree with Ben. I, I To make agree. contact. A priority. Perhaps a town. I think one, maybe two more left today. Get a little cleaned up. I mean, yeah, I, I can always recall the general layout of terrain settlements and other features around me. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, you, you, you know where you are. If you've been there. Good enough to you can recall know. it. It doesn't say. We should no, yeah, no, be able to describe our position well. It doesn't mean you've been there. And <coughs> figure out. We'll be studying. So, uh, then shall we find a place to rest tonight and tomorrow contact them? Uh, contact find a place to meet? Why not? Oh, contact. right now I didn't realize you could. I've got a couple left. Do you have any? Nah. Uh, didn't they prepare it? No. Oh. Usually a handy one. Oh, I keep clearing. How many do you have left? Uh, two, I have. Nary. Nary a one. Uh, Alright. Uh, he's going for the pallet because ten is worthless with these sort of things. And then uh, I'm going to get. Do, a, do a, a, a free contact to uh, Grumbar and Essen. Uh, oh, thank you. Because now I've sort of filled in in my mind a bit more context, so let's sort of uh-huh. redo that conversation. I appreciate sure. that, Bronx, really. Yeah. Okay. Um, they don't have any way to reach out to you proactively, so. Yeah. Um, I, go ahead. We could even go back a day, like one of the days when we were on the elevator or something. Uh, yeah, just do it up, up here. Okay, up here. great. I'm just telling um, you to do it because. Great, gonna do it. Uh, what's the name of the lady paladin? I always forget her name. Edith. 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 Uh, Edith, this is Bern. We are on the northeast side of the Lake of Mists. Ah. Uh, set to see me, uh, Incoming. To arrive in about... Looks at Scrimcorn. Five, six days. Do you expect they know what the set to see me, though? Uh, or are you saying that, hoping that they know? Hoping that they know. Okay. Um, the blood let's, sees. let's see. Where are we at <laughs> count-wise? Um, I interrupted you and now I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Call it ten words. Uh, where are you? When can you rendezvous? That's just one word. Where? Oh yeah, it's one word. Good enough. <laughs> I always think syllables. <laughs> Easier to count syllables. Maybe Baron doesn't know how to spell rendezvous and he thinks it's three words. Well, it's it's magic is based on intent. It's our world too. Actually, it's all one syllable words in Dwarven. Words so. in French. Huh, there you go. But. Uh, okay, that's the message you sent? Mm-hmm. Uh, Baron. Cookie, cookie, cookie. <laughs> cookie, cookie. Why would you do that? The Septicemia. Do they work for Scrimcorn? It is time to come clean. It says, they are headed your exact direction. It says, if we meet with you, we lose the pursuit. Make that worth it for us. Uh, I love that they have this little, like, map. Like, Won't we play that for you? That's that's the, the whole of the message. That's the message. Uh, 
Baron looks at Grimcord and says, they want to know about the Septicemia. Mm. Any reason I shouldn't tell them? That they're coming to kill us, or kill Bearjaw, specifically? They can try. Um, and that you're going to help us fight them, presumably? <clears throat> I hope. <laughs> Still a little doubt, clearly. You reached out to them looking for allies. I really don't remember that first conversation. I kind of wish I did. Um, okay. Uh, Neither do I. It's kind of why we're redoing it. It's kind of fucked. I, was like, I, I specifically remember, like, hey, we need allies. Let's talk to them. And then if that never came up, that seems weird. No, no, no. You did send a message and talked yeah. about meeting at the Lake of Mist, but we don't remember totally. the context. So the, we're just doing it now. I think it's it was supposed to be at the time. Like, hey, we're going to be happen to be by the Lake of Mist in about that three days. Just, I think we're we're just, we're just, derailed. We are, oh, we are redoing it now. Let's go forward and not worry about that. The reason that it derailed was because they were headed this way and that way, and it was significant that they were on a witch-related thing in this direction. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So it was this coincidence. So we saw it. Continue. Sorry, man. Scrim says... <clears throat> yes, that's we we need their help in this fight. We can pass on everything we know. Okay. Uh, Baron says, uh, "Septicemia aim to kill to kill." Berjaw. <laughs> uh, uh, Scrim aids us in our battle. Allies are most welcome. BFF forever. <laughs> Will you help us? Very concise. It's good. It's good. Please, God, help us. Please, please, please. Pretty please. We'll pay. Bring ale. <laughs> Bring. Uh, you get a response that says, I see. I will consult my allies and send a message back. And that's the end. That's fair. Great. Cookie, 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 cookie. That's fair. Okay, that's all I can cast for. And I'll get a freebie to Grumbar, as you're saying? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, do, right. do that so that we can uh, progress though. Grumbar! This is Bern. Actually, Essen! This is Bern! <laughs> I was wondering about that! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Poor Grumbar. Oh, man. He went, he went to Grumbar hey, last time, and Grumbar was a bitch. He doesn't nah. really get it. <laughs> Grumbar a, was disappointed that you did not message to him. Yeah. Uh, Essen, this is Bairn. Uh, we are northeast of Lake of Mists. Uh, in where? In what? Larger region might help. He looks to Dresden. He's got his maps all laid out. Hardlands? Is the Hardlands there? Grumbar's an air balloon captain. Apparently there's a giant thing called the Black Spire in the Middle East Lake. Grumbar knows the geography of the whole continent. Uh, He's a man. He's like 12 years old. (laughs) Is your ETA... Still, before they said no, 15 re- days. Reset the conversation. Okay, okay. Uh, we're, gonna re- we're kind of retconning it a little bit. Okay. The, the, when can... Uh, can... And if... No, say Meet <laughs> us, meet us. That's fine. Uh, are you able to meet us? If so, when? No, just say yeah. Great Scott! <laughs> it's good to hear from you! <laughs> it says, 
We anticipated a, uh, we anticipated a need for, for rapid travel and have found a, uh, uh, and have found a jump location. But significant risk involved. Is this urgent? Is it, should we, or it says, should we take the risk or fly safely? Ooh, this game is all wrong. Uh, well, okay. Have sent another message to reply. Uh, Baron he says, consult the group. Consult the group. Yes. <laughs> safely, uh, safely, safely. Uh, well, if they can get here safely within six days, then that's enough. But the, co- the cost of disaster is great. The risk of slow, not 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 high. I we got here quickly, so we have time on our side now. I, oh, well, they, how long they, would it take them to get here? They couldn't get here. It, like it, it's like months of travel. To fly up north, like it's from yeah. Skyclave to there is thousands. Uh, uh, is is at least a thousand miles. Like that's a thousand miles, and like you guys are actually. I was looking at this the I other day. I thought it took a couple weeks. Lake, yeah. Lake, Lake of Mist. Yeah, we have to Skyclave is nearly half the distance when you travel from the Sword Coast to there. I thought we were here with the Centaurs and went yeah. there in a couple weeks. Uh, okay, so maybe a couple weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. The bottom line is the bottom line. The bottom line is way, way, way after the septicemia. Totally, I told, no, that's totally. Fine. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the and, and Mock is along those lines. Like I'm comfortable. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but to, Not to point out, okay, yeah, yeah. There, we're gonna meet up with the hands of Ao. If we meet up with the hands of Ao in a couple days, we have the peanut. We do this. We might say we might find out that we want to be somewhere really quickly. They're at a jump location now. Right. So we scram. Scram. If they leave the jump location and they start heading this way, we might want them here very quickly. I don't think we should ignore the risk, as that's what we've been taking for the last several months. Everything we've been doing. I think taking having them take the balloon slowly here removes our ability to get anywhere with any speed. We basically can't travel anywhere if we're on foot. Real, like, to any effect. We do only have a year, cousin. We don't have months and months of time. Aye. A year. Did you want to spend weeks waiting for the balloon? That's not an exaggeration. Mock is extremely calm in his response and says, Aye. Weeks we have. Weeks we have as long as we survive the septicemia. The only thing that seems a present threat is them. If, if if you feel, Scrim, that they can aid us in that fight and can get here, perhaps, but otherwise, let us give ourselves some time and let us plot our course back westward. Oh, agree with Cousin Mark. Could tell him the whole position of, uh, by the jump. Uh, Wait, why do you think Some of us will survive <laughs> the fight with the Septicemia and we do not want the ship injured in the... To have this ship destroyed or injured would hurt our greater quest and in this curse the, the the ship will help those who survived the septicemia and we'll move on from there let them take their time we we had a shortcut from yonder dark we can take a few weeks I would <clears throat> I'm fine to wait but I'll talk to you again in 48 weeks and I don't think we're guaranteed plotting our path west after this. We're squeezing a peanut to trigger a booty call to talk to a woman who's going to tell us where to find the Pool of Souls, which last time we saw it was deep, 
deep in the Underdark. Your points are extremely well taken, Scrim. I knew you think about this, but so much like remains speculative. Two, three weeks here at the beginning. Once they're here, if we defeat the Septicemia, if the Hands of A are with us, once they get here, then we can see what what, what options rely. Yeah. Do we have an idea of how long it would take him to get here? Like, we've said weeks, but we don't know if it's like 50 weeks or five. Yeah. If we find out, we're telling them, if we tell them to leave the jump spot, then we find out we want to be somewhere quickly, and we would really like them to have spent the risk, they'll be on the slow path. So... The other option is, what if uh, I tell them to hold position for until after the septicemia battle is over and done with? In which case, they can take the risk if we need to get somewhere in a hurry. We've talked to Deja, we know what our next move is. We can make it on See if we have then. time or if we don't. I'm up for that. Box. And in which case, if we have time, an extra week of waiting won't make much difference. Agreed. Half smiles, he says, you speak wisdom to the both of you. It's a better option. Hold. But let's do that. Hold at the the police of power then. Aye. Aye. Until after the battle with the Septicemia and that dice roll's been thrown. I think that's grand, Ben. Very wise. Do you even need Morden? <laughs> Make a wisdom save. Alright. Any other input, thoughts? Berja, oil, Aurora? There's another option we have Alright, I'll have him hold position for the time. Uh, Essen! Uh, We're at a, a crossroads on what to do next. May need you in a hurry, may not. Uh, hold position. We'll know... That's it. Whether the risk... Oh, that's it? That's it. No, that's that it? 15, right? Oh, that's 25. That was 25 words. That's a lot of words. Okay. Well, position. That's all we need. Uh, hold. Hold what? Hold what? You got it! Good to hear from you. Look forward to seeing you all soon. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Just yeah, these are Essen, standing by. Oh, I would love to Sorry, know if they still have that portrait. Have they been seeing their jaw with the yeah. <laughs> and like what they've been that up is to an the amazing entire podcast? Well, okay. Thank I bet, you for I saying bet everyone that. really likes to know. <laughs> God, I want to know so badly right now. Do you have sending? It's once quick. We... Hurry the fuck up. Uh, once, once we meet up with them, curious to see how many they can recall. <laughs> Because once per day it changes, so oh there's God. definitely a yeah, it changes every day. There's definitely a fog giant. <laughs> the, 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 the
Wait. Don't worry, that was still the same day that you were in like a noble's office and just splattered his blood all against the wall. Uh, yeah. Or that Stole guy his body. Or that guard in the alley. Busy days. You mean which guard in the alley? Busy there little bees we are. <laughs> What's the what have they been up to with the hammer? Depending on the day, oh, like, they've gone evil. Oh, this one, no, this one. And depending on the day, it's like, ooh, I hope it's not this one. <laughs> this is pretty right. awesome, so they never so see this. You've sent the messages they're standing by. Yes, so waiting to hear back from the hands of you and uh, standing by on Grumbar and Essen. Alright. For now I think we find a cozy place to camp tonight. You already had the response. Alright. Where do you find a camp tonight? A scram. Well, um <coughs> hot springs. Um Um <clears throat> Some weeping willows. No. Oh. <laughs> Beneath some some just not like a whole forest. We didn't just accidentally circle back to haunted wood. <laughs> I don't know what's in a pile. Um, but uh, maybe just like a small, you know, more like a city block of trees kind of thing instead of like miles wide. Mm. And within that, in the middle, would be like a grove, like an open kind of area. Scrim, Scrim spends the time to get in a place that's a little more inviting, a little more peaceful. Um, that satisfies, like, the, okay, there's some tree coverage, so we're not like, super exposed. So how, how does he, how does he find, like, while well, the rest of the group is probably spending a couple hours, you know, continuing to do what they're doing, uh, uh, resting, healing, considering, thinking about possible plans, Scrimcorn is finding a good place to camp for the night. Um, he would use some of his, uh, Paying attention to honestly, just the, the the following like the tracks of herds of animals moving around. Uh-huh. Animals going to like deer want some like animals want cover just as much. What are regional animals? Um, up here, I'm thinking some elk. Um, there's only one giant elk though. Um, who speaks giant elk? Um, if you're asking, <laughs> it's grim with wild shape. For a point of view, it's a big negative there, chief. He does not, he does not take the form of a flying animal for a bird's eye view, even though that would be more efficient time-wise. Does he call the witch's chief? Uh, it's a big one-niner there, cheapo. Um, he, uh, he does not, he does not take wild shape of that, and basically tells the group, he's like, it's gonna take a little bit longer, um, but, uh, question for the professor. He just stands up a little bit. Does... Scrim interact heavily with animals outside his own wild shape. This guy who's like seen like riding bears and like swimming with freaking trout. Like, is that a thing? I, I can't say. We've kind of established that that's not like bugs and funguses and like mushrooms and stuff like that. He will, but when it came up before, like running, that dancing with wolves, dancing with wolves. You want to yeah. have a full dance with wolves? We established before when Baron uh, when. When Bear Jaw spoke to some animals, yeah, it's self-policing there. Scrim doesn't do that, um, and is like, why do I want to talk to animals? They're the worst. Yeah. Like, uh, fucking stupid. no humans are the like, worst. Like he's he's natural energies and plants and and bugs and creepy crawlies. So he might you might see him like whispering to a beehive now and then. Um, maybe that maybe he can talk to them. Maybe he can't. Uh, but Mink. no, he I would say explicitly he does not go full dance with wolves. Good. Good. I, I did know you'd said that. 
I'm checking it for, for me and the audience. And like even now, and basically, I would think that maybe maybe it's never even come up explicitly. Maybe he's dodged the question. But I would say you don't know for sure if he can talk to animals. Dance with Wolves, he doesn't go full Dr. Doolittle either. It's easy for Eric to ask Dan questions, but Mock asking Scrim is a little, little thornier. Exactly. He treads light there. Exactly. <clears throat> sure enough, it takes a couple hours, Scrim uh, being a little more conservative in his use of his abilities. Um, and sure enough, some elk, uh, but also beavers, hares. Um, you see, uh, uh, you see a small herd of reindeer that scatter as uh, as as Scrim gets even in uh, sight distance. And then he sees a large herd of bison as well, which is a little key to finding uh, uh, where they were moving from to get water. And uh, that's where he finds the clearing, an excellent uh, stream moving through it, and a uh, nice little secluded area from uh, from a distance. And because we've had quite a draining adventure behind us and have rough times ahead but we know we have a day or two he delays us even longer and gets us some fresh meat fresh yeah. meat what kind of meat does he get I know you're thinking I was going to say bison but we're eating beaver <laughs> <laughs> that tail <laughs> oh, did you just got big grill marks on it already. It's a tail pancake you're using. <laughs> and you can use the anal glands to give a smell of vanilla. He takes a cookie cutter and just goes, <laughs> everybody gets a beaver tail cookie. <laughs> okay. Beaver meat for dinner. It's stringy. The group moves to the clearing. Fairjaw's super into it. Takes, takes a, you know, normal food. takes a few hours of slowly, leisurely hiking to the, uh, hiking to the spot as a group. Um, you know that you are definitely quite visible and obvious, you know, in these sort of grasslands, uh, but then you find a lot of comfort in the, in the secluded, uh, grove that Scrimcorn, uh, located. And uh, when you get there, as Scrimcorn gave you the directions, by the time you get there, Scrimcorn's already, uh, what's he doing? He's uh, dressing, is that what it's called? Dressing, uh, yeah, field dressing and how many, how many beavers? Ooh. One per party member. Oh, All right, oh, so Scrimcorn, nice. Scrimcorn's got, what is that, eight, uh, Jesus, uh, eight beavers? Beavers on the spit, he's just like mean, cranking it. He, he yes. found the nest. They're, they're not all adults. It's a dam, but the dam's broke. He so when he's getting one for each one for each person, does he get one for Taita as well? So is it eight or is it seven? Why do you paint me in the corner like this? No, he's all utility. He's laser focused. He gets just one for each of the mouths in the party. Uh, does not get one for one Taita. Per mouth. So when you get there to the clearing, Scrim's already uh, set up a little makeshift, uh, uh, makeshift uh, uh, like hanging a little racks where he's uh, where he's field dressing the uh, field dressing the beavers. I also want to make a point that a beaver is like the size of a medium-sized dog. Yeah, yeah, it's a good good eating. Scrim assumes people are hungry. People can be tricky with their choice of cut. Away. You can smoke that meat. Yeah, and some of them are baby beaver beavers. jerky. Some of them are baby beavers, which is really like little puppies. I'm not hungry enough for a dog, but I'm hungry enough for a Yeah, like the size of like a mini Aussie. Um, <laughs> oh no. We, we got a lot of meat on it. We got a lot of meat on it. Does it have a buttery aftertaste? 
So, uh, the camp, the camp is set. Your location is uh, is quite safe here in this countryside uh, picturesque. It's uh, it's. It's still cold days and colder nights as uh, as the sun uh, lays low on the horizon and the and the cold sets in for the coming night as uh, the snow has uh, you know with your campfire that you've set up the snow is pretty much all melted around this little clearing area here and uh, your tents those of you that sleep in tents are set up and ready to settle in for the night. Uh, and it is, it is shortly after sunset, as uh, as you're sitting around doing whatever you're doing. That Baron hears a message hmm. in his head. Baron, this is Edith. We've decided to rendezvous. We will, uh, we will be there in one day. It says we expect. Many answers. Cookie, cookie. Is that yeah? Okay. Uh, Baron says, "Look forward to your arrival. Many answers will be given. Uh, hope Ted is still with you. Need that peanut." So many people need the same. Ted's heard the before. All just trying to get that in that. All right. It's a ho hum evening. Thank it's God. a ho hum night. Oh, let me do some uh, the first yeah, in a long while. Please. There's room to spread out. There's room to stretch your legs, and there's fresh air to breathe. Room to go um, wander off in the woods by yourself for a little while if you want to. Yeah, who wanders off uh, by themselves for a while? Aurora does. Mm-hmm. We never see Aurora. She again. takes a walk, and you see her. She never gets too far away. Like you can still like see her, like if you squint. But she basically goes walks in one direction, and then walks all the way back, and then walks in the other direction until she's almost out of eyesight and then walks all the way back. And then at the end just sits down and sets out her bedroll and is just just says, today sucked. And goes to bed. Uh, did Scrimcorn make note of his spell failure? Did anyone else in the party see that, or was it sort of a private moment for him? Oh, he talked about it. Yeah, yeah, he had yeah, a whole conversation in the yeah, yeah. brickstone. Okay. In the brickstone. Great. Yes, that's right. I think you were in the bathroom. Baron, Man, was, uh, Baron was recovering from his grievous yeah. wounds and preparing his uh, uh, his prayer mm. at the time. So maybe he was only sort of yeah. hearing in a fog. Gotcha. Um, to Scrimcorn. Uh, so if you... I imagine this upcoming confrontation will put a bit of a wedge between you and the witches. Do you know much about other druids? Do they all serve patrons? I don't know much about druids. That one we met up in the mountains was maybe the only third or fourth I'd ever met. And he was quite unpleasant. 
He didn't seem to like you. That's been my experience so far. He says, I haven't interacted with too many other druids, though. There's some <clears throat> universal... He actually struggles to think of it. He says, <clears throat> alignment. Um, <clears throat> there's a language we share written down in wild areas. Warning of, <clears throat> do not go here, go here. It would have been nice to see some in that forest, for example. <clears throat> would have been nice. I would have been nice. I've taken care of it. Um, very nice. Uh, I, I trust it will it will ward away anyone who walks by, not just dwarves, right? If they can read dwarven or pictures. I drew a dead oh. face on it, oh, and I, I smeared some blood on it for emphasis. That's a scene. Also, Mok is staying close to Scrim this evening. He's just working on the plans for this, like, uh, p- potential structure, working with Drustin, asking Scrim, like, what about this, what about that? But, like, he's working on his design, but he's smoking it up, pipe, and, and staying close to Scrim. Scrim is uh, a focus here. And can I get a stat and a DC for a nice beaver meal? A stat of a DC. Roll roll an ability. For a delicious He's cooking yeah. meal. So I'm proficient with my cooking cook proficiency. So what challenge? What well, wisdom. 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 Okay. Uh, wisdom cooking tools. Wisdom because that's I feel like any of those sorts yeah. of trade skills tend to be wisdom. So it's wisdom with uh, proficiency with yes. uh, your cooking tools. And I, I, I'm gonna say this. Look, anyone can cook meat. Anyone can cook. Right. So there's it. What the, the question here is. How tears. lavish of a meal uh, do you prepare? He here? tries to make it real nice, and it's 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 steps of it's steps of five. so so. I guess if you're trying to make something, it's a little more complicated and nuanced. If you screw that up, it's it's it's, it's bad. Yeah. Um, it'll still be edible. You'll still get the calories. Sure. Um, but uh, how nice is he trying to go? He's going pretty nice. Not. Not like not, not like a restaurant, not the king's thing, beaver, but like you know how you can have like a really yeah. nice meal while camping. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like that. Okay, that sounds like he's doing something that would be uh, that would be you know medium or hard. Hard. I mean, a camping meal is not an especially hard meal, but it's sort of made right. more he's, difficult he, because you're camping. I think if he fails, he, it's he just a normal meal. No, no, he, he, yeah, he called his shot, um, and it's DC twenty. Oh. Mm, you know what I need. Success. How much did you get? 23. Oh! oh, oh. This is you, a, you better you better give us a, this is, a description of kind of what what kind of meal is this? What these is this? are Herbs. some very cleanly cut and and like wet like this wasn't just this even goes into uh, the like the sweet. sourced material. These were some Fatty beavers. These were some well-fed well, beavers. Well marbled. These are marbled beavers. Uh, and he goes out and he gets some fresh uh, herbs and stuff from like the local to this area. So it's the kind of food that is like the air kind of smells like that. If that makes sense. Um, and uh, and uh, finds like a, a, a nearby little ravine. So it's just water, but it's like it is just crystal clear. This is not, I imagine there's just, you know, even from like the jug, like we're talking about like the ale from the jug is like mm. not a good, this is like nice water, marbled beaver. Uh, you find with, some potatoes, a little tuber? With, with local herbs. I was finding a root. Yeah. No potatoes, but there's some a root that complements it. So this is, uh, this is good. It's hearty. And this is like Scrim's like, and Scrim even says, like he slaves over this for a bit and he's like, 
We needed this, and we will need this. And, uh, yeah, anyway. I want to get that. That's cool. I don't want to, we don't need to dive into that a, a ton more, but he's very uh, happy with that. I love, I love flavorful mechanical things. Could this amazing meal recover one of my hit die? Oh, man. Not, I, not to heal, but like one of the ones I spent, it's been recovered. Just one. I would love to put some... I, I think it's an awesome call out, Sam, and I certainly hope there's odds on that. Like, if I fail a roll later... Or maybe just the fact that he's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll allow it. Everyone gets back a hit yeah. die. Alright. Sweet. I mean, you get uh, half back on a long rest, but I wouldn't get them all back. Oh, so you wouldn't get them all back. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I spent all my hit dice, too. Me That's too. good to know. Okay. Everybody gets a hit die back. Woo! Okay. All right, well, now yeah. there's some skin in the game on this. Uh, so... Lost it. <laughs> that was a good call out. It's good. Uh, and so, uh, but Scrim's doing this, and we're talking about this. Uh, Mach was nearby. Um, you were talking about. Uh, like, Mach specifically, specifically says, it's a shame that the ale isn't as good as the meal. That's the high compliment he whoa, gives you. Whoa, whoa, Because he's got. He, his, his, personal stat, his personal stores are tapped since a bit ago, and we're just dealing with jug ale, which is fine, but he's just like, it's too bad. Like, Hey, he's like, hey, uh, the smoke pipe is is well, but it's a shame that the the ale is not as good as the meal. Scrim, My compliments. Uh, Scrim hears and you see him smile and he says, "Settle down, for hammer." And he's like, "As long as you provide seconds." Stop uh, looking at my beef, that oil vein. It's seconds. my beaver. Look at your own. <laughs> Everyone's getting a full so look at, from from over her bowl of beaver. Um, Aurora just goes, "Does the hands of ale have that special jug of ale?" The <laughs> There's one of them. Oil vein, so he's looking at your your uh, your beaver with the spyglass. <laughs> I know. But he's also he's got snoot and snoot's licking his choppers. <laughs> <too>. He's like, <laughs> like yeah, he's just jealously guarding his carcass. Aurora <laughs> takes a bone out of her her bowl and feeds it to snoot. <laughs> snoot looks at oil vein first. Well, if he nods his head. He's a good doggy. Yeah, Snoot just like absorbs a bone. He puts it in his head. And he sucks it in like spaghetti. So Snoot in gelatinous cube. into it and like. Oh my god. Gelatinous cube in the form of a dog. So then Scrim goes back and says, I haven't interacted with much with other druids. I don't know how different or similar their lives are to mine, but I would say at the very least, my tasks send me down <clears throat> very different de- needs as a druid. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Do you need a god to be a druid? I thought so. Mm. I thought so. Mm. <laughs> Can I mention just to Kel, Aurora specifically had asked to smoke with Scrim. And was rebuffed based on timing. I think he said after the fight. Yeah. Scrim. Oh, sorry, sorry. After yeah, the he had right. said yeah. none of the, of the of the crazier and the crazier stuff. There's still like whatever some just basic pipe weed stuff that he's that Scrim is still constantly they, pumping thanks, on his pipe. Thanks for the reminder. I forgot. Um. As a uh, Scrim Corn sort of serving all of these things. Taita says, I don't need a quality uh, a, a quality cut or and it does not need to be cooked but if you, uh, but I would use any uh, scraps of meat that you have 
Uh, this body does metabolize it into its own form of energy. This, are you saying you eat? <laughs> Not in the traditional meaning of the word, but I do require energy uh, from, uh, from various things. I can use the plant growth around here, but I have found in my interactions uh, over the years that uh, attempting to engage in activities that uh, are more familiar to those around me helps uh, endear myself to them. Where do you put it? Where do you put it? <laughs> Thank you. I do want to know where you put it. Is that too personal a question? Like she a says, hatch. Uh, 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 and she holds out her hands and she says, the tips of each of the fingers on this body has the ability to extract uh, material into it. No, no, you say, my body. That is a way to endear yourself as well. So you like finger suppose it is a matter of. <laughs> I suppose it is a matter of meaning that could vary from language to language, but you're right, in common to call it my body, I suppose would be an acceptable use of the term. Uh, my body, yes. So I need energy so, for my body. So you can just put your hand in the bowl of soup and absorb it? Yes. Can I watch? I actually, oh, oh, I'd, I'd like to take a gander. So you are an amphibian. <laughs> Just, I can't say I'm terribly, uh, uh, terribly familiar with the uh, digestive processes of uh, various uh, of, of various animals, but if you say so, I will take your expertise. Would a good berry do you any good? Because. Hmm. I could, but as I understand it, the good berries are quite unpalatable, are they not? Oh, I, I'll just, in, not today, I mean in the future. Uh, yes, uh, functionally, uh, it is uh, more than adequate <laughs> and similar to what I would use back home. Okay, okay. Berja holds out her bowl, or whatever it is that she's got. Has is like it a haunch? Scraps. Is it uh, There's No, there's a like tenderloin, there's some loins, there's some chops. So it's like mm-hmm. things that you would eat on a plate. Like if you ate a dog. Okay, so like... It's a plate. It's a plate of food. <laughs> Just, is, it, is it roast dog or dog stew? No, it's roast. It's roast. like okay. you're getting... Yeah. You're getting yeah. some good texture. She, she holds out her, her says, plate. Are you sure you are finished? Yes, I, I, I don't use plates here. And uh, she takes the plate, and then it, still got a she just She's takes her five on. fingers oh. and uh, just inserts them into the meat Ooh. and is sort of like... You know, like a gripped claw, and she just holds it there, and you can see the meat start to just discolor, like kind of go gray around each of the fingers. You know, maybe don't do that. A powerful weapon. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe don't do that around other people. And she says, it's quite an innovative part of the design of my body. There you go, you're doing it now. If I do say so myself, the ability to continue to sustain its energy needs while on the go and disconnected from the experimentation center's uh, energy network. Okay. Can you do that to people? And she does it, and after about five minutes, the, the, the whole cut of meat is just like completely gray and sort of like shrunken and... Uh, oh, and is that necrotic energy? Like bone. Say again? Is that necrotic energy? Uh, I suppose by some ways of thinking about it you could, but 
in reality, the uh, the designation of uh, necrotic and uh, other such things is a bit simplistic for the way these things uh, actually work at a fine. Well, I mean, you're uh, not eating level. the meat; you're more of taking its life force. What's left of it? I am physically extracting the. I am physically extracting the materials from this meat into my body, not unlike oh, you do I was yourself. I say it looked more like a withered flesh from a. Uh, a being struck by necrotic attack. I mean, I've I've dealt such blows. I can see. I can see the similarity you now you that you now that you mentioned it. I could imagine that might be unpalatable to some. But no, it is simply that my my body is capable of extracting only the parts of the uh, only the parts of the organism that uh, it actually needs. Uh, it reduce it eliminates the need to um, to extrude any unwanted materials uh, after eating. So you don't have to shit then. Oh, that is what I am getting at. Yes. Oh, well, that's convenient. <laughs> Do you need there are some days when I'd prefer not to have to take it a shit. It saves minutes out of every day. I would not be surprised. Do you have to take in water or fluid of any kind? Uh, a little bit here and there. My body is less picky about that. I can drink salt water or infected water, for I don't have the same level of biological uh, uh, liabilities Bio that your bodies do. So you could drink out of Scrim's gourd and not die. Like the rest of us. Uh, That's a yes. challenge. As long as there is water content. In fact, uh, extracting the uh, nutrients from this cut of meat itself uh, gave my body w what it needs for uh, a day or perhaps two of uh, hydration. Do you benefit? Not require much. Do you benefit from having your food cooked? Uh, it mm. makes no difference. Hmm. Can you get drunk? <laughs> um, and Mark perks high? up from his work. He's like, she says, that is an interesting question and not one I've had an occasion to test the theory of. In he says, it uh, fundamentally uh, alcohol is poisonous to uh, biological entities, and uh, from my understanding of my body, I do think it would attempt to metabolize it much similarly to uh, your bodies do, and it could have an effect. It would be something that would need to be tested. Oh, well, I'd like a present. I mean, you look over to Mark and he's pouring an ale. <laughs> and he slides it over to Titan and he says, no time like the present, Titan. <laughs> she sticks one finger into the ale and you see the ale just slow, the ale level just slowly lowering we and lowering. It just turns into like wart. We need to work on that. <laughs> Oh, that's better. I thought it was just going to slowly turn to, like, gray ale. Oh, I was thinking <laughs> no. jello. Like a jello. Do you comment on that? Gelatin. I was like, I wasn't quite sure how it was going to happen. Uh, well, I could choose to only extract the water content no, 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 uh, no, no. from this, but in the interest of the experiment, I am taking in the full materials of the substance. Mark gets cheery on that. He goes, yes! The full substance! The full substance. <laughs> <laughs> he raises his glass. He's just like, chug, chug, Yes! Chug. And then as she finishes it, she says, oh my, that does have an effect. And then she, she, she was, uh... Yeah, she was sitting this whole time, and she says... I do feel like laying down, and she just lays down on like a log that you had pulled up, He's and says, a robot drone. "I think this might be pleasant." 
Very pleasant. Got an alcoholic robot. Very pleasant. He drains the glass. Very good. Snoot eats the gray beaver meat. (laughs) 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 Terrific. No nutrients. (laughs) No nutrients. (laughs) But it has mass and flavor. All right. No such thing as taste if you're just absorbing it through your side. Mm. We set up a normal watch routine as normal. Yeah. Now what's I think we're on first? Yeah. We're on autopilot. There's a lot of characters laid down. I see. Yeah, I just there was another thing that I was gonna do, but maybe it was just a message from the hands of him. Turning more into Dwarner. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll just run it in the morning since it's been a long enough uh, evening. I remember what it is now. And long uh, rest. Um, yeah, we'll take a All right. Long rest. Long rest. Long rest. Well, does the evening pass without incidents? <laughs> That's the question. If the evening passes. Does the evening pass? The evening does not pass. Stretches on. Do you think this will be a long evening? I think there's a lot of anticipation. There's, uh, the watches, the watches feel long. The septicemia, you have a time, an expected timeline from them, but you're also going based on the word of the witches as communicated to Scrimcorn. They're an enemy that has a lot of intimidation going for them. Mock talks about this as over the campfire as like the embers burn low. About fight, how fighting like the least known enemies are the toughest. He speaks of foes vanquished deep in the Underdark, far beneath the well-known areas of Citadel Adbar, when the conjurations of evil drowish sorcerers or unknown aberrant like, sources of energy like smashed against the dwarves, and he says, those, those foes that even in death were beyond knowledge. Ha, he remarks he wished he'd, he'd had the likes of Drustin Green at that time. Mine's curious and adept enough to know and learn for future, but we were satisfied as much then as ever just to leave those corpses and return back to the known world. And he says, don't let, don't let the septicemia gain an advantage over us simply through fear or unknown. That we must stay sharp, see what they can do, and look for advantage within the conflict. Our Greek learned that from Mima and Pa, who faced many unknowns and had taken of Gontelgurim. He doesn't have to describe that to his dwarven cousins. They're familiar with it. And, uh... As each bump in the night and howl and, uh... cracking of twigs causes the person... Or do, you, do you typically do pairs on watch? Yeah. Seems prudent. No, uh, and... Number you can't the, stand you watch people. more than two hours. Yeah. Anyway, uh... Everyone stays vigilant but nothing more than natural critters and beasts. Uh, you know, predators come close, check out what the, uh, check out what the difference and smell and sight is. It's a lot of beaver. But, uh, there's a lot of beaver, and, uh, you see a scavenger or two, uh, uh, a little more on the bold side, try to get close, see what meat they, uh, can't get from the area, but you got, you got a lot of people here. It's easy enough to just bang a shield real quick, even a little quietly. You don't even have to do it loud enough to wake up your allies. Just a little, a little saying like, hey, we're here. Yeah. A little whistle, and uh, little and they all take off. Baron just lobbing a rock that he's cast light on in their direction. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, does uh, Baron or Mock wake first? 
Mock oh. is an early riser we've established. I don't know about Baron. Baron's not much of an early riser. He's a Mark's regular early riser. riser. Drissen's an early riser as well. Who wakes first, Drissen or Mock? I'd love that to be a quick roll. I don't want to go. Initiative. Uh, initiative's 18. A nine. You want to switch? No. Nice. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, so Mock. <laughs> Mock wakes first. It even fits with his skill. You you get up first today. Fuck it, it's me uh, this time. Come back to bed. It's more tactically advantageous. Exactly. <laughs> um, the uh deciding who takes first shower, Mock gets to choose. <laughs> Mock blinks awake as Taita is kneeling over him. Were there like her Is like, he in a tent? Sorry? Is he in a tent? Uh, no, no, no. He's, he's, tent. Tent. He's, 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 he's out. He bed, bed rolls on the air. Yeah, he's on, the, on the, the, the warm glow of her face plate. Yes, like, that's right, because he glo- like, glows ooh, a lot. Like, like, like a nightlight that's just that much too bright. And uh, he blinks awake, and she's holding the device, the uh, uh, the scanner, the the Dwergar transformation scanner, and she's uh, sort of sweeping it over his body. He looks to his arms, his forearms. For some reason, like that part of his body always like feels like it's more replete with this like strangely sensible energy. Like his, his arms, his like, specifically like starting at his the extremities, like at the extremities, not his hands, like his arms, like they're just like. Compromised in some weird way, and he just looks and then looks at her. And she says, Do you feel it? The effect of the transformation? For days now. I can say with confidence that it is simply your mind playing tricks on you. Uh, based on my uh, based on my readings here, I have concluded a, a bit more details about the transformation. It seems that the uh, that the effect on the physical body is limited, uh, almost imperceptible at this point in time. I believe I can extrapolate uh, based on these days of observation that the effect here is more what we might call. Uh, mm, I don't want to say spiritual, it's the wrong word. Common oftentimes lacks the nuance necessary to discuss truly sophisticated matters, but it is, uh, but perhaps spiritual is the closest word. It is changing your being, that is without, uh, that is without doubt, and you may gain the physical uh, abilities intrinsic to the Dwergar people, but I am not even certain that there will be much of a visible uh, change amongst you all. I do believe that is good news. It would likely means that the uh, that the dwarves of the general public are unlikely to notice that anything is amiss for quite some time. As she continues to create, I will continue to monitor this and see if it changes. Mock goes through like some of his very routine early stretches and says. <clears throat> Thank you, Taita. I I value your opinion here. He says, though I fear you understand less than the full matter here, and fear that there is more change happening more quickly than even you understand. He says, uh, and not that I have any more understanding than you, but that I'm coming to rely more deeply on senses that I cannot explain within myself. 
Oh, I would be a very poor researcher indeed if I did not make significant allowances for the, uh, for the very wide breadth of knowledge that I do not possess. All we can do is simply observe and understand what we can. I would like to continue to check in on you on, uh, on these feelings and sensations you are having, even if they are, uh, even if they are, um, inconsequential. Uh, even if they end up being manufactured by your own mind and fears and anxieties, that is important information, but uh, we should also still allow for the possibility that it is not, and that my instruments here are uh, not suitable for examining the full scope of changes. All that we can say for sure is that continued observation is paramount. Agreed, and I appreciate your diligence. And then she uh, walks over to Sleeping Bear and starts scanning yeah. his body. Indeed. Aurora's he grabs quickly the king's knife. Sense? Does he sense even? A, does he sense something perceptible when he grabs that knife? It's it's the same as before. Yeah. There's a just the slightest bit, you know. And, and if he hadn't been working so much with his with his anvil and, and understanding these uh, these things from Durgedon's journal and really diving into under you know to kind of feeling a connection to to these. Items imbued with with magical power, he, he probably wouldn't even be able to sense how subtle this is. But it is it is due to that that study and that um, that understanding that he it's does. standing out. His to mind him. goes there. This is this is something where like there is this is extremely in contrast to Mock's upbringing within dwarven society, where master after master in a unbroken chain of building dwarven knowledge for centuries will teach the next generation. And Mach benefited from that in most of his learnings. But here is clearly an area of learning where he's exploring on his own and there is no guidance. And he, he thinks he thinks on that. He thinks uh, to some of the notes of Durgedon and Arundo people he never met. He thinks, again, on the, on the words, the, the guidance of, of Taita. And he just, he grabs this, he grabs the knife and he just, he just, Handles it briefly, you know, manipulating it in his hands. Comfortable motions, like military motions that bring a little bit of calm and familiarity to a sensation that is extremely uncomfortable otherwise. <clears throat> and uh, then sets the knife aside and returns to his daily, daily tasks, focus on what may come in the near term. Right. Perception check with disadvantage to see if Baron wakes up while Titus doing her thing. Do it. Oh, actually, what it, what it would uh, I think what makes more sense is it would be a uh, wisdom saving throw. Wisdom? wisdom saving throw. Wisdom. So because that's perception. Yeah. Just perception check. Just a perception check. It's fine. Do just just do it. Just do the advantage, disadvantage, regular. Do disadvantage because you're unconscious. Yeah. Do you see? You had a rough day. No yeah. passive. What's the DC? No passive. What's the DC? No passes. No passive. What's the DC? Let's see how subtle she is. Hmm. Not very. Uh, ten. Ooh, disadvantage. Roll a one. Plus, He's out uh, for the count. <laughs> Baron, Baron is sleeping heavy. Saw logs, bro. Is he snoring? Uh, only when he sleeps on his back. I mean, which at this point, mm, he might sometimes be. Sometimes he had better a better if you don't. Big difference. Yeah. I don't want. Aurora is sitting in the corner and she just looks at Mock and she said, "She called me a control item." Ugh. Give her some slack. 
She knows things that... I can't imagine living that life that she did. Yeah, she's, uh... Says, uh, he, he, looks, uh, he looks at her a little uh, kind of queerly and says, You become a part of this this uh, troop a little later than the uh, onset. And uh, now you have to learn to welcome others to us as well. Mm. Tristan does his portents. Wakes up and looks over his bus. Do the Not bad. That's pretty good. good. Anything separated by 10 is pretty solid, man. Yeah, those are useful. You just don't want two 10s. 10 10 and 20 Uh, Eric mentioned food o'clock. Yeah, well, hang on. You're doing importance. Oh, so you you got it written down. Okay. Uh, As long as no one has their heart set on anything in particular, they don't want the character to do in the morning, but I figure not. Uh... It is high noon. I almost said when this episode arrived. It is high noon <laughs> when the hands what? of Ao. Tighten your belts up. It's fighting. <laughs> it is high noon when the hands of Ao arrive. And let's call a break there. I think Finn is still not coming home soon. Um, they haven't left from where they are yet. So, uh, but I think people are feeling hungry, right? Yes. So let's 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 call a break now. Figure out what we're gonna do for uh, for lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will I will help myself out in the podcast sense right now and say for the podcast listeners, we're gonna end the episode here, and the second half of our all day game will be in the next uh, the next podcast episode. So uh, see you guys next. I and I will yeah. do that as well. Yeah. Uh, so. See you guys. See you next week. <laughs> See you. See, See you next episode. You. Uh, for everyone watching live, uh, we will How sit around. Let's... The break's gonna that was a really cool one. I, yeah, we have, we have no idea. We need to do something. Awesome, man. Nice cooking. Oh, that was big, dude. Even building up to it.